but you can always call their office or you can 311 them. The public figures, once you become a public figure, you don't have uh, a lot of privacy. Any privacy. Yeah, yeah it's no. like over. Which public figure would you most like to get the personal number for? Uh, to prank call them or just to chat? Uh, any and all of the above. Um, I would love to prank the shit out of Brett Kavanaugh. I think he'd be very easy to prank call. So mm. easy to prank. Oh, yeah. He gets so flustered. <laughs> people like you. <laughs> Disrespect people like me. <laughs> you could just hear him cracking a beer. I like <laughs> beer, okay? Sue me. That was nuts. That was a crazy yeah. time. They're like, the highest court in the land. Here you go. Like, I know there yeah. were, like, legal reasons to, like, bar him but like he, he was such like a baby yeah remember just, how much he was sniffling like like yeah. he did that so much well actually i i stayed in solidarity with him on sniffing as someone who's just watched hours of them speaking i do tend to know <laughs> like i like have a retainer or something i'm like i'm really actively trying not to do it right now so what you're saying is you are yeah. brett kavanaugh well i i stayed in solidarity with brett kavanaugh in terms of uh so what you're saying is inhale, you relate heavily to brett kavanaugh inhale based verbal takes <laughs> and nothing and else nothing else we just clip it where you're just like i stand in solidarity <laughs> with brett kavanaugh <laughs> what the fuck i got z wade <laughs> how does this happen <laughs> record scratch freeze frame <laughs> you're probably wondering how i got z wade right now I was you're the one it. man z way show you're just doing it yourself i tried to z way jake letizia recently did you oh, yeah. how'd that pretty, go pretty easy to z way an italian american i will say that's super <laughs> pretty easy true. to get them going we didn't do any mean what, what did you things. do with with jake well, um, Alex Richards had a show at his house, and the like gag was that it was a Eric Adams themed comedy show. <laughs> yes, so he was only doing like this, like America, like like American hero kind of like Napoleon Dynamite uh, karate teacher kind of character. But there's this big sign that said Eric Adams House. It was just like on like a cardboard sign. <laughs> and then uh, me and Dobbins were sitting behind Jake Letizia, who we, we had just met. And we kept taking pictures of him with Eric Adams House sign <laughs> in frame and posting stories. Just like, yo, this guy's throwing an Eric Adams themed birthday party. What the <laughs> fuck? So then I Z-Way accused him of throwing this Eric Adams themed <laughs> birthday party. And he got upset. Oh, I also called him like a cracker a lot. <laughs> Which Z-Way does to everyone. Which yeah. she does not do, but in my head, I was like, this is kind of a Z-Way move. Just yeah, like, it is. Well, explain this Facebook post, you fucking cracker. <laughs> <laughs> the Facebook post is just, I am a cracker. I think that would be a funnier show. <laughs> and he got upset. I didn't know people could get upset at White Slurs. Oh, they do. I they... would never get I get upset. upset on his behalf. <laughs> Half of you is upset. <laughs> my ex used to go on Facebook and call people crackers and sometimes like their posts would get reported oh like, for real yeah being like this is hate speech like this is a slur it's a silly word it's a snack i yeah. kind of <laughs> prefer it i kind of prefer it to of my the name. slurs i think it's the nicest yeah. gringo hurts my feelings when i'm overseas but i get it you know gringo, i'm not like yeah. this is hate speech but only like, in non-spanish speaking countries that's how it hurts <laughs> worse <laughs> They're like, how do you know this word? <laughs> I'm in Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> you dark-haired gringo. <laughs> <laughs> 
you're in London, like, oh, you're gringo. You oh, don't even like London, our beans. In London, I would not stand for. I mean, there's some there's some history with Irish and British people. Um, oh yeah, right. I'm, I'm giving, you know how they love calling the box. Irish gringos. I'm giving some people some hard times. If Were you I get, so even, happy? even a little bit? Yes. Were you so happy when she died? Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people get are like really weird about it. Like I I. I used to make fun of people at um, the college I went to, Emerson College, which is very actor, very film brag. school. Brag, no, brag. no, no, it was a pretend school. I did the inhale, um, <laughs> but uh, I used to make fun of people for writing Facebook posts, these like long speech, Facebook paragraph, Facebook posts, whenever an actor died. But yeah, the actor actually like gave you something, you yeah. know royalty they're just like they're like leeches on society they they like yeah. just absorb all these tax dollars just to be like wow what a gorgeous blouse <laughs> i have a theory that people are waiting actively like sitting there every day waking up like did bob dylan die yet so that they can be the one to write the longest facebook post ever when he dies every now and then oh. i convince myself danny devito is like had died yesterday and i get scared <laughs> oh, oh but they like kept it under wraps so they could control when the facebook post that, that happens you know that mm. does that that does happen deep state ever oh, heard the of deep it? State. <laughs> yeah you ever heard of the deep state even deeper because he's so short danny devito's been dead for years <laughs> <laughs> they recorded all those podcast episodes five years ago it's always sunny it was all ai yeah. <laughs> what if I Mandela affected myself into thinking that Danny DeVito had already died? And I like convinced all of you, like, Danny DeVito, R.I.P. Man, what a legend. <laughs> yeah, so as I wake up, I'm like, I can't believe he's gone. And then he's just not. <laughs> I go to his Twitter and he's like plugging some horrible animated show I'll never watch. And I'm like, oh, we're fine. <laughs> oh, you'll like this. My girlfriend yeah. told me she Mandela affected herself because do you know the movie LOL with Miley Cyrus? No. Maybe. Very few people do. It's really one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah. When did it come out? It came out in 2012. It was a remake of a French movie. It was supposed to be one of Demi Moore's comebacks. It was like a <laughs> shitty like teen rom-com. Um, <clears throat> huh. my When I told my girlfriend that movie was bad, she was like, wait, didn't Soderbergh direct that? <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> then I showed her the trailer and she was like, oh shit <laughs> the deep that, state got me that's an interesting distinction like what is um someone just lied to you one time and you accepted it as truth the dendrites and your neurons grew and then you know they fall yeah. off when you learn that something isn't true your neurons on a cellular level so a neurons like this they jump thing, off the edge and they low-key fell off little dangly they low-key fell off <laughs> they low-key fall off yeah Bro. so then there are these little things that grow when you like it's like protein it's like information it's like the only way to like quantify like information in your brain oh okay. and then if you were to learn that like data veto is actually alive they actually just fall off Oh my god. But yeah. I have a question though. Yeah. Why is it that when you're told something like let's say you learn that Danny DeVito is still alive, yeah. why is it that then like a week later you'll have to remind yourself like that memory of him dying will still be there? Um, what is that? That's you fluoride know? in the water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happens to us when we get mics in front of our faces? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's really fluoride. what I've been thinking. What about. happens is two nosy meerkats. Two nosy meerkats. Welcome to two nosy meerkats. Today we have a I almost did a chat Hank's noise. Booyah, I almost Almost did it. <laughs> <laughs> what happens to us? I can't do that. I shouldn't be doing the Jamaican. Do it. Place. No, do it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Z made me Z way we once. <laughs> Shame on. Shame on me. Well, I, I still think the worst thing that's ever been said on this podcast was when Debancourt called the slap black on black crime. <laughs> <laughs> he accidentally says some crazy things. 
He said it so nonchalant, just like black on black. Like <laughs> I love him so much. I yeah, love he, that apartment. <laughs> It's, it's, it's so duded out. Have you ever noticed the lack of decoration in there? Yeah. Yeah, there's one poster. Distur- of disturbing. It is, but it's also weirdly grounding and trustworthy. Like, I know exactly who lives here. Yes. You know exactly what you're getting into when you walk in. We, I But on that, I spent lots of hours there, and I had just learned that Zach lives there maybe two weeks ago. Yeah, he like... I had never seen him, because he's like, I guess he's working as a waiter, and he's in like a nice relationship. But I understand that I used to live in a very small apartment, uh, with a girlfriend and I would spend as little time in there as possible. It yeah. was just, I, I was embarrassed. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, I could have, you know, space here. I could like, you know, have silence here. Four guys. That's a, that's a lot. That's a lot. It of is, dudes. but it also looks fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know who's also fun is our guest. Uh-huh. On this episode. Let's start the fucking show. Let's start the show. <laughs> None of the rest of this matter. Give it up for Sean O'Connor. Sean everybody. O'Connor, everybody. Has this been hot this whole time? It's hot yeah, and steamy, baby. Oh, Let's God. go. No, I know it's hot. Oh. The, the, the one and only uh, S from S&D. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an S guy. An S tier podcast. Uh, <laughs> You're a like a superhero S. Super fun time. You're super yeah. fun time. How, how did you how did you come up with the name S and D? What was we had a few working titles that like like so basically it started as um after Mike's me and Dobbins would kind of after his mic at the tiny cupboard, honestly, we would go to all night skate, we would kind of riff for two hours sort of amongst an audience of our peers who kind of just like <laughs> talk about nothing for like as long as we could and it was like so fun. And then one day I was like Let's just let's. I have a I have a single podcast, Mike. I have a Blue Yeti at my house. Oh, love a classic oh, Blue Yeti. Let's just see what happens. And then for a while, while we were like figuring out what our thing was, we would just like sit in this like like kind of side room I have in my apartment that's like a lot hotter than the other rooms. <laughs> we'd sit on the floor, like sweat out like th- steaks, like three pounds, and then just riff for like four hours straight and be like, <laughs> "Wow, that was pretty good," I think. <laughs> and then like never listen to them again. What is it about the heat that brings out the most like psychotic ideas in people? I don't know, but that was the original concept before <laughs> yeah. my friend's basement was a thing. I was like, let's just put them because I have a pretty, <laughs> I have a pretty nice apartment, but I wanted to put them in the shittiest room with no chairs <laughs> and one microphone where you have to like lean into each other like yeah. this, and then just have what I I described as a black hole riff podcast where it's just like, <laughs> you just have yeah. to speak and you have to. I'm sure a horrible th- debonker if he actually we did have debonker on the single mic one time. <laughs> and I think he did say something very insane. <laughs> can you ta- wait, can you say not what he said, but the area of t- the topic yes that yeah yeah i was really afraid i i wouldn't remember and i just did so i was talking about how funny it was that brock from pokemon was just like a horn dog the whole time and yeah, then yeah, yeah maybe an adult as well because he was a gym leader yeah yeah that could is children weird. be gym leaders i guess so because i you, think so if you beat them, misty then... was as well and she yeah, was like okay, 12 yeah. or okay. something yeah so, okay so maybe he wasn't an adult do they have parents uh there's ash a... has a mom and okay. but there's a theory that all the dads died in a great war and Sick. that's why he doesn't have a dad or something. That I remember reading and that. And that's why they have to procreate with the Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was just for fun. Yeah. That was just for the love of the game. Yeah. No, that's um, why they killed the dads, because they were all doing it. Well, Professor Oak, he's a... He's Which Pokemon a, would give the best head? He has head? a grandson. The best head? Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> 
this is this is again this is the podcast cancel trap i did immediately imagine the pokemon that maybe has yeah. the best mouth for such and a thing now z-way yourself and they're also a one of those kind of unfortunate blackface japanese caricatures uh, it, it's jinx yeah i see it i definititely they're, DSLs. They're, most of them are animals all right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to hang out with Snorlax. He's so cute. Oh, yeah. Snorlax looks like a good cuddle buddy. This is the difference, I think, between men and women. You guys are like, who would suck me off? Okay, I've never thought that before. Oh, really? (laughs) Sean, why did you bring us? Sean, why did you bring that up? That's uh, not what you told no, me. No, of course, first time my we friends, met. I'd want to hang out with them. I, I spent a lot of hours in my childhood just imagining like holding hands with a Dragonite. Oh, that seems Dragonite nice. is a very cute Pokemon. As One well. of my looks favorites, like a great for yeah. sure. And then the, the little seal that comes before it, it's like uh, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's just like shorter. It's like all night or something. You know oh, what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's a very like pretty little like. I, yeah. It's like a tadpole uh, dragon kind of. I really liked Pokemon. Oh wait, Dratini so or Dratini? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew it had a cute name. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. It is a very cute little dragon. Those Pokemon. were my guys. I really yeah. like that evolution. My, those are my bros right there. Oh yeah. So what did Boncor say when you yes. were like uh, Brock's a whore? So we were talking about how Brock is a simp for like clones, which is really funny. You know, like the cops, oh, yeah, the Jenny, and the, yeah, yeah, and uh, like, Nurse Joy. Like literally every time he's like, oh my God, I love her. (laughs) 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 And they all look exactly the same. And then Debonger was just like, well, he's, you know, he's brown. So. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what is that? I was like, I don't think that has anything to do with his horniness. Wait, is Debonger saying like, excuse me, that is he saying that brown guys are brown have a thing for clones is that what he's saying i think he's he just saying how horny. Implied i mean he'd know <laughs> that there was like a ratio of how tan like a cartoon is and how horny they were which i did not want to touch <laughs> <laughs> i was like i was like i'll i will leave that as an indian man i will i will leave that to you <laughs> also brock's not brown he's like italian i think is brock italian oh it's an ancient italian name wow. after Letizia. His, his, yeah it has i mean to- this kid this kid be beats me with your fucking uh, a little, yeah. little electric mouse you know yeah, i got really a big crap. i got a big rock dragon i got an onyx <laughs> <laughs> this is what we need a producer for is yeah. brock italian <laughs> okay. I mean, damn, i'm curious in terms now. of harassing women <laughs> that far checks out um yeah. have i ever on this podcast lucas talked about the pokemon board i was shown one time oh my god talk about it please. the talk about the pokemon board pokemon board yes yeah um so this board yeah. that I was shown. Yeah. It's um oh, wait very quickly. Um I, I just Googled Brock Pokemon ethnicity. <laughs> <laughs> and it says Yugoslavian. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know what to riff now. Don't do the eyes. Um <laughs> Uh, okay, it says, just like in every other race, there are light and dark Japanese. Misty okay. and Ash... Rep- Holy shit! They're all that's Japanese. What, that's what it says. They're all Japanese. Yeah. Misty and Ash represent the lighter Japanese with lighter features, and Brock and a few others represent the darker Japanese. Okay. Oh. It says that on Pokemasters.net. <laughs> okay, Poke- in Poke- the porn what? I watched, they were all... <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! You are the master of these of these living things? <laughs> That's what PETA argues. <laughs> Literally, if you look at like PETA's Twitter, some of the tweets are like, Pokemon have their own free will. Do you think PETA's a psyop for the meat industry? 100%. They have oh, to be, yeah. right? 100%. Did you see those Thanksgiving ones? Yes. No, wait, I didn't see them. Talk about it. <laughs> they were like, 
<laughs> he just like drew like like not even a child, which would have made more sense size wise. They like drew like a man into a, a turkey, and were like, "You wouldn't eat this, would you?" <laughs> That's like, oh, wait, I saw it was like turkeys eating a guy, and then it was turkeys eating yeah, a guy. Yeah, yeah. That one I saw. <laughs> there were quote bubbles like over the turkeys that eating was, them. It was kind of like good shit posting, is the thing. Like, yeah, if, if it had not been like absolutely sincere, maybe it's a psyop, maybe it's not. Mm. It would have been really funny. It's like the- you wouldn't eat a man. <laughs> I'm like, I guess I wouldn't. You wouldn't download human flesh. <laughs> <laughs> the quote bubbles were like, "Ooh, eat the man's juices, so juicy." Yeah, there were speech bubbles, and they were like, "Put more juices on them." <laughs> <laughs> It's funny. <laughs> it is really like funny. Ac- I love accidental comedic moments. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's a psyop for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. So the porn. Yes, the Pokemon so, porn. The, the what? <laughs> the porn. <laughs> the board. The Pokemon board. This is how we're gonna bleep it out. The board. Porn. Oh yeah, yeah. Porn so talk. the corn. Yeah. Misty's name is Fisty. Brock's name is Cock. And Ash, pretty Gash. Really phoned it in. Yeah, is it Ash Gash? is Gash. Yeah. Ash, yeah. catch him. Man, yeah. Um, and so, um. Uh, Brock runs off with not Misty, but what's her name from um, the Rocket Group? Oh, uh, Jesse. Oh, Jesse. So they run off together, and then the people left twist. are Pikachu. <laughs> Big twist, honestly. Big twist. Yeah, I don't think he ever hits on her. No. What's no. that about? Maybe because he respects her. Yeah, maybe yeah. actually. <laughs> maybe because he listens. Maybe because he's like, he's like, wow, this that's actually that was a pretty smart scheme. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a side porn. They're just having an engaged conversation. Like, okay. oh, NATO they find out is... they actually have a lot in common. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, NATO as a union is uh, going strong. <laughs> they're talking about it. So Dika is Pikachu's name. Pikachu. Wait, wait, is Pikachu. it Dika? Dika like, 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 you know? Oh, no, di- like, like a dick. Rocket. That's what you just did. Oh, yeah. I thought it was lesbian pikachu okay but it is oh. that's oh. the twist okay it is Notice I, I didn't say it you didn't say- <laughs> <laughs> z-way me once <laughs> shame on again. me <laughs> we just like because uh, it's like a pun i just want to say it <laughs> i want to say it, so. it doesn't even rhyme with p <laughs> think, about, think about sean he wants to say slurs i knew no, about you no, first minute no. no 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 just white ones yeah just cracker <laughs> they're just funny <laughs> we'll call this the cracker jake letizia the new slur <laughs> <laughs> he's a real letizia letizia you're such a letizia right now oh fuck there oh no no keep going Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Pokemon So, porn. okay. Bring it home. Pikachu is a... <laughs> she's a girl. Pikachu's a girl. Dika. And she and Fisty are hooking up, and Ash is, like, the guy in this. So they're having a threesome. Oh, I thought okay. he was being cucked. No. I thought he was, like, jerking off in That'd a corner. That'd be interesting. He's like, yeah. I, you know, I, this is my... Pikachu is supposed to be my guy and now having sex with my crush see that would be more interesting that would be that would be actually you you gotta write it big betrayal should i write it they say write what you know (laughs) (laughs) get one of those fan fiction forums yeah get on wattpad yeah is that what i think it's one of the big one wattpad oh yeah i'm sure we'll find uh, listeners write in with uh what fan fiction forum it is yeah because i'll write anything <laughs> you mean fifty dollars? Sign go, this guy up. I'll start revving your engines. Yeah, <laughs> the thing that is, is something I want to ask you about later. But finish that. Yeah. The the last thing I'll say is Pikachu, not animated. <laughs> body paint, crazy yellow joke. body paint, F- full size man, full size woman, woman. 
And as she's fingering Fisty, the body paint is falling oh. off of her fingers. Some suspension of belief. Yeah. You know, no, yeah. I believe that. <laughs> I, I believe what's going on. Sometimes I think it's all Lucas believes. Do you think when? No, it's Lord. that and Allah. That's the only two things. Allah, forgive me for this next one. Do you yeah. think when... Uh, Pikachu comes. It's like a it's, like, it's worse. Oh. There, I, I hate that there's an actual answer to this question. Whoa, there is. So when she comes, she goes, "Dika, Dika, Dika, It's like higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wasn't sure if it's like you know when it's like really pumping electricity out. I just watched uh, the video. Great verb. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched the video where he finally, after 15 years or something, he became a champion. Oh, Ash, yeah. Ash did it. And I watched one last little battle where he's like, it was the, the last matchup, a Pikachu versus a Charizard. Interesting. Well, that oh, is yeah. fascinating. Interesting. Full circle. Well, because Charizard is also a flying type, which is weak against electric. Oh. And oh, then yeah. also, that was didn't, an didn't awfully Ash... nerdy contribution. No, just... no. We're talking about po- we're talking Pokemon. Yeah. Do the, the super effective, do you think that would matter in the porn world Ooh. of Ooh. Pokemon? I'd love it's to see super how effective, it's super like, effective. It makes you come faster. Mm. I, think it, I think it would. I mean, the, there's a Hitachi magic wand in real life that is like that. I feel like it's go- when you use well, it. Hang on. Wait, hold on. It's <laughs> super effective against you? Or what does that mean? What do you mean? Yeah, what do you mean? It's, it's electric. So if you talk to a woman about the you, Hitachi magic wand, you yeah. plug that shit in, yeah. Yeah. and you're just brain dead in five seconds <laughs> that shit's crazy you've passed out yeah, yeah. you become a ghost type Gabby yeah. has fainted <laughs> it's it w- super effective I want to do that Pokemon thing you where get they the like- X marks like in the anime <laughs> Where they like drop from the screen, like. <laughs> I would love to have cartoon eyes post coitus, <laughs> like swirlies or. What oh, I yeah. want is the swirl. Your like- tongue is hanging out, like <laughs> yeah, or just white, and then there's like kind of some like bags drawn underneath it. Yeah, yeah. I want to be in a weird situation and have the sweat bead come off of my uh, my forehead, or just like. Or just, just yeah. one? Yeah, just the one, yeah. yeah. Or when they're, like, pouring sweat, they're like... You have, like, the interior monologue. It's like, if I just move my finger to the left. <laughs> if I just spell the letter W with my tongue. <laughs> I can and then do you hear it. the monologue in the other person. If only they did the, the W with the tongue. <laughs> my calf is cramping up. This isn't good. <laughs> I only have one move left. <laughs> I only have... It better be this thrust. <laughs> it never is. <laughs> it's always the Hitachi magic wand in the end. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't think I'd have to use this so soon. <laughs> She's good. <laughs> the crowd erupts and just... Yeah, yeah you're in a tournament. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. We gotta make this. One thing I did want to ask you about before yeah. I forget yeah. is something that I found one surprising but just really impressive was that a while ago yeah. i remember you telling me about a hallmark movie script yes that you sold i did how sell did it f- how did you think i'm gonna write this tell me the beginning to end how you okay. found yourself into that um right before the pandemic uh i just finished my first job in new york was i was a gardener at some okay. of the mm-hmm. uh public gardens uh in the west village which was actually a very fun job i believe it, that it was a little janitory in a sense you gotta clean up a lot of trash and bushes and like tree wells and stuff that is pretty gross but uh it was a lot of just like digging holes and like trimming plants and like being outside I like and that. i actually really liked that and I, I don't know at this time i was just like i had like a lot of free time i was just kind of 
exercising a bunch anyway and i was just like yeah i'll dig holes yeah i'll, I'll get in the dirt oh yeah it is, it's like they're very pretty and it's fun and like people are like thank you you know like yeah, you yeah. Know, people really appreciate those because you know it's manhattan and it's like everything is so industrial and mm. and then you're like i've created a, a little you know uh a sanctuary for chilling out and they're like thank you, you yeah know, when yeah. they see you working on it um, so that, uh, ends in the winter when it gets cold, obviously you pack away the stuff, you plant the bulbs, you, you know, uh, and then, so that work ran out and then I was just working on these entertainment press junkets. Do you know what a press junket is? Yes, yeah. I do. It, it's like an invented word, but <laughs> I think this word has existed for maybe 30 years, but, um, I was working on those, but like, that was kind of like a every now and then thing. And so in a weird way, I, you know, Again, I don't want to Z-way myself here. I sort of manifested the pandemic because I was almost completely out of money. And then it happened. Say, and then I, I got never s- thought you were going to say those words. <laughs> and then I got like $800 a week for a while. Mm-hmm. Now, right before then, uh, I'm really scrambling for work. I go on to the, I go to Upwork. I'm looking for like random writing things. I've been on Upwork. I, I have as well. Lie and say I've like been a surfer my entire life. Start writing a bunch of bullshit SEO <laughs> stuff for some surf blogs mm. where that pay me uh, almost like pulp uh, fiction. Uh, like they used to pay writers like a like a cent per word. Yeah, it was kind of like that. So I would like write them as long. I would like pop an Adderall and just like write as much as I possibly could. The wave, the shape, the, yeah. <laughs> the waxing of the board. I used to have to do the same thing. These but with are brands the things I dogs. love. Yeah, I used yeah. to have to do that with like a border collie is a wonderful pet, especially if you like to go hiking. And then yeah. they would. Be, I would write like seventy five whatever. Like, you looked like you were trying that. to be an anime. The way the border. <laughs> <laughs> Beans are yeah. Yeah. I, a were, no this is different this is <laughs> yeah i'd have to do like the grooming habits they'd pay me like so little yeah crazy. i'm sure it was a similar thing yeah i mean i was pretty much just googling things and then paraphrasing yeah yeah it's kind of the name of the game because yeah. that, that even helps traffic too actually if it like sounds like the other stuff really yeah. oh kind of but anyway so i'm doing that uh it's a little bit of money and then i just go to this um like emerson college job uh facebook page that has a very cringe name which is the emerson mafia i've heard of the emerson mafia you know about the mafia yeah yeah yeah. i've heard it from like the worst person i know who went to emerson lamest fucking mafia of all time (laughs) what kind of mafia doesn't even kill people you bring to me on the day of rewatching season two of glee And you expect me to give you freelance work? <laughs> and let's see like a mafia meetup, like like a classic thing from like Sopranos or something. Yeah. But then you see someone like an emissary from the Emerson Mafia. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like in like a burgundy suit. It's like a, yeah. a little too tight. <laughs> Big Little Lies was underappreciated for its time. So anyway, then I start pretty much poaching on other people's freelance sure. uh, opportunities. And I just, I'm just typing in like writing, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I have a marketing degree technically. So I was like, yeah, I'll do anything. I'll do copywriting. I'll do, I'll work, I'll do copywriting for some bullshit tech company. I'll do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I found someone that was just like, I'm looking for freelance writing work. And then I saw who replied. And then I saw someone that I sort of knew saying, we're looking for writers I messaged them this whole bullshit like cover letter thing uh, about like like because I thought it was like a marketing job like about like my experience copywriting I have none Um, and then she was like oh actually this is a a production company we're looking for screenwriters and then I just completely 180 which thankfully in uh, you know Los Angeles is just how people talk they're like well actually I've been a screenwriter my whole life (laughs) Uh, and then. 
I was like, yeah, I've had some experience in uh, development. That is true. Um, I used to do script coverage for UCB when they had this like first look deal with NBC. UCB had a script coverage thing? Yeah. So basically when they were at their most powerful and they were like kind of, you know, shitting out Ben Schwartz's and like things like that. Like kind of like right when like uh, Parks was sort of ending Mm. and they were all in high demand. NBC uh, signs a little contract with UCB saying uh, if you like your talents, if your actors have like TV projects, uh, we get a first look at them and we get sort of like, uh, yeah, we get like the first choice in the batch and we decide if we want to develop a few of these. I think a few of them got like close to being developed. I don't know if any of them actually did. I know Tig's wife who Stephanie Allen, who I'm obsessed with. Me too. I love her. She had the best scripts out of anyone by far. She was also like a lot older and just clearly like smarter than. Yeah. Listen, I love the improv community, but you know, it's not necessarily um, (laughs) respect on the intelligent writers. Oh yeah, we can talk about (laughs) as someone who had to read a lot of their scripts. uh, It was just like, what if something crazy happened? Well, the episode's (laughs) over. (laughs) (laughs) Or a lot of like, what if I had to go home for Christmas? Yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that script that Stephanie showed us, she made into that show at HBO that I think is out or about to be out. But um, uh, yeah, so I, I had some experience with that. So I knew what a pilot was supposed to look like. And I uh, I was just like, yeah, I did this. I did this. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, what kind of stuff are you guys looking for? She's like, we are a production company that exclusively produces Hallmark movies. Yeah, <laughs> baby, let's yeah, go. I actually, I had a bit of experience with Hallmark movies because when I was a performer at this improv theater, I just talked shit. And now I'm like, I was a member of the community, but um, at this improv That's theater. That's so improv of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. No, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, improv Asylum in Boston, there was a main stage actor who got a pretty big role in like one of those Hallmark type movies. And it was a very normal tradition once this movie came out for him to just get blackout drunk and bring like the entire like staff of the theater into the theater after everyone left at like 2 a.m. And then we would like play the movie and like riff on it, like on my. That sounds so that fun. Sounds so it, fun. W- it was fun like the first like three times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. It's not something I would do more than that. Because he'd but... be like pausing every five seconds and then getting on the mic. He's like, okay, listen, listen. <laughs> so this chick, she's like, I don't even know what her deal was. <laughs> <laughs> so to be fair, I... that was me watching Tenant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not Wait, keep what's that Tenet? Wait, what? It's the Christopher Nolan movie that makes no sense. Oh, okay. With John David Washington, who's like a hot man who cannot act as well oh, as his Denzel's father. Can I tell you son. what I did that with? A movie I did that with? Zero Dark Thirty. Fire. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> Great choice. Yeah. Well, because there was a moment where they start like, when they start invading that house where Osama bin Laden is staying, they start going, Osama? Osama? They start doing that. They start whispering as, as, as if he's as about I, to come out. As if he's going to be like, hey, guys, what's up? And they're like, oh, oh, sorry. Like, I, I've never seen that movie. Has it aged really badly? Is it just like oh, no, it horrible was propaganda hilarious now? the moment it came out. Oh, it was like Jessica pro- Chastain propaganda. has no chill for no reason. Oh, God. She's just like, I'm the motherfucker that found Osama Bin Laden. And everyone's just like, okay. <laughs> That's so all funny. Jessica Chastain movies. I, I haven't seen it, but I really want to see Molly's Game. I've seen it. How, How is, is it? it? It's good. It's very um, like textbook Sorkin. 
Oh, like, okay. yeah. like people like saying their character motivations out loud. Out loud, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess the last scene is good like that because like her dad, who she has this like weird relationship, like is a therapist. And then it's kind of a screenwriting trick, but like it's kind of covered up in a way I can respect. Mm. He's like, I'm going to do like what like therapists aren't supposed to do. I'm going to give you all the answers. They also do that in The Sopranos. This is a yeah, little... Yeah, yeah, they this did. Is a, a nice little writer's trick because then you get to just say it you know then you get to say like pure exposition right right and, and that, i love dr melfi because she wants to say so much and she never says anything i really like her character oh, but oh she's, she's the best in season one that was awesome she's like normally you'd have to break through on your own but you're about to fucking die so yeah. here you go <laughs> <laughs> did you know what uh, the actress uh got as a gift from james gandolfini what he apparently is like a very mi- he was a very mischievous guy respect on his name of Russell. course of course uh he got her he looks like a giant kid though of course yeah so, yeah, yeah totally yeah. He got her a um like a porcelain cock, a rooster. Oh, cool. oh okay. <laughs> I was like, that's just harassment. Way to bury the lead. <laughs> well, no, that's the way she announced it. She was like, he's very much a prankster, and he got me this cock. And then she just brings out this <laughs> this rooster, and it's like, she okay. does have a kind of a spooky voice. Huh? She does. A, a lot of bit. therapists do. Oh, yeah. yeah. The yeah. best ones do, some would say. Yeah, some of them are just like, tell me. tell me everything okay but yes this screenwriting thing so yeah so then i totally pivot i'm like uh because i had watched that movie that bullshit like i don't think it was hallmark i think it was like um like the oxygen network or something oh baby Uh, it was called um like the pines and ferns and it was (laughs) romeo and juliet and it was uh two uh opposing tris- uh, christmas tree like salesman companies oh my God. <laughs> oh, yes. and it was the exact structure of romeo and juliet i imagine like that I, I i hope i hope this guy wrote this in 20 minutes <laughs> 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 so i was like familiar with like okay hallmark is like the how long of a thing. movie was it uh they're they they all have to be about the same like like 90 90 yeah, yeah okay. around yeah so I was familiar with the structure with that. So I, I'm thinking like, okay, I'll just take something. That, I'll just make like a parody, right? I'll just do something like that. Um, and then we get into the pitching. And I learned that I'm like quite a quite a, a deviant on in, in the pitch room on the phone. <laughs> like I, 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 a few times I hung up and I was just like kind of disgusted with myself. I was like, what did I even say? How did I even say that? I have no idea what I'm talking about. And I, I sounded very competent. And I was just like, this, this will work. You know? <laughs> So I get through all the phases of of pitching, and then I come up with um, I was going to make it a blatant West Side Story uh, parody about basically uh, a summer camp I attended where there was a big rivalry between the um, sailing program area and the windsurfing program area. Sailors mm-hmm. were like kind of nerds, but like it was like a cool thing to know. And then we were kind of like surfing. Class. Yeah. My best like friend that. works Jocks. at Deloitte and she says there's a similar battle between auditors and tax experts. Whoa. Oh. Auditors are like cool as hell. W9. W9. Looking so fine with your W9. We got to write that. Yeah. And the tax people are like fucking Better nerds. claim them as a dependent. <laughs> she transferred from tax tax to audit and like a tax guy who she was friends with like shaded her like oh i see you're going to the other side like it's ri- never it's forget real. where you came from <laughs> yeah. so the windsurfers who were yeah. you aligned with i was okay so i started i had a bit of a interesting little uh metamorphosis sort of trans physical transformation while i was at this camp so i oh. started a very nerdy um, middle part kind of like accidental lesbian haircut with yeah. uh, transition lenses 
with like little rectangle transition lenses, just like just a big old nerd. Aww. Uh, and I and I was a sailor. I was in advanced sailing, which means you could like go on a boat by yourself without an oh. adult supervisor. Um, which that's is a one cool, of the that's coolest cool, things. You that's could a do. cool thing to be it able was, to do. It was. I kind of I forgot a lot of it. Honestly, one <laughs> yeah. summer right. I was just like I don't think I remember <laughs> how to be a sailor anymore. But uh, then one year i guess over the course of one calendar year uh got the contacts i kind of stretched out uh, bone structure started kind of coming along and then i was just sort of elected to be kind of a a, a chad of sorts uh mm-hmm. I, I mean i went to a prep school where like you had to play sports and stuff yeah. so it, oh, yeah. i guess some of it was inevitable and then basically my friend cooper was just like because he was a sailing guy too he was kind of just like because he had like gotten there earlier than I did that summer, like in a different session. And he was just like, we're done with this sailing shit. Okay. And he's like, he's like, now, now we're, now we're going to windsurf. And I was just like, okay. Let's and then I just like, go. and Whoa. then, I mean, like, it's like hard to learn how to windsurf, but like, once you get it, it is like kind of a, it, I don't know, all extreme sports like that are kind of like adrenaline junkie. Yeah. Like, like once you get a taste, almost like stand up, honestly, once you get like mm. a taste of like how it's supposed to feel, you're like, oh, okay, I'll sacrifice whatever to just yep. do that again. Have you, you know? yes. when was the last time you windsurfed? uh there's like a reunion uh there's like a sort of like a reunion thing every summer Mm. um last year i did attend it i don't think i windsurfed i think but maybe maybe i went on a quick little run but you probably like yeah two a year ago or two uh but it's a very hard hobby to keep up with you need like really specific conditions and then also like yeah yeah, wind for one but uh, at the summer camp it was like always just kind of like set up but if you do it like individually, you have to like deconstruct the whole thing. Like the giant set, these things are like 20 feet tall. Yeah. And, like, and then like go to the beach, build it and then like get beyond the break. So like, it's like, it takes just so long. It's like, and it's really expensive too. All like these like masks are like carbon fiber and mm. stuff. So it's, it's not really something I was ever like, I'll do this for the rest of my life. I, <laughs> I know how though. Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed you haven't been windsurfing at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Is everything okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you grinding, bro? <laughs> uh, every summer I say I'm going to surf in Long Island though. Cause I also know how to normal surf. And I have a friend who lives out there and he's, he's always just like, I have a ton of boards and I live like walking distance for the beach. And I'm always like, this will be the summer I do that. And then oh. I blink and I'm like, it is fall. It's fall. <laughs> yeah. I feel that way about going yeah. to the beach in general. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, Are you um, a big beach person? I'm not a big beach person. I like it once I'm there, but sometimes yeah. just the fire drill of getting everything ready. Oh, and then if you have yeah. to like deal with like other like parties, but even just me and my girlfriend, sometimes it's like, uh, it's like 2 PM and now it's traffic and now it's blah, 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 blah. But once I'm there, I'm always just like, this is great. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. beach rules. I yeah. think. Yeah. But the guy, uh, really? I'm a big beach girl. I You're love putting girl. those toesies in the sand. Go off. <laughs> I'm not like other girls. I'll put my toes in the sand any day. Most girls want to protect you'll put toe their toes. In sand. <laughs> you'll go that. You'll go that far. <laughs> you would. You would go that far. I, I just like... have to put my toes in the sand. <laughs> I do. Slice of life anime of just a guy going perfect. to the beach. <laughs> I do toe in sand. I'm cool. <laughs> it did feel like the tone that Lorraine Bracco used. Well, James Gandolfini let me put my toes in the sand. <laughs> Which is very kind of him. Because I'm not from New Jersey. <laughs> That's how I felt that I was accepted. That's how I felt that it was his way of saying, welcome. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so you're you're writing this movie about yeah. windsurfers versus sailors. Uh, eventually, through development, it does not even mirror West Side Story even a little bit. But oh. the the title that is more pretty, East Side, just a parody. Yeah, more East Side. <laughs> 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 That's exactly right. Uh, but the title remained, so it was called uh, Seaside Story, which I felt was like a good corny romance. <laughs> That's uh, cute. I like that. movie. Yeah, it was. I thought it was it fun. Was cute. Eventually, I started to really hate it, but, <laughs> but I was just like, it yeah. is what it is. And so we, they so approved it. And oh. then, so I maybe, I maybe took a little bit too long to write it, but basically the person I was developing it with gave me like a plethora of excuses throughout the years. Like cause we agreed that we would do it by act. So I wouldn't like lose uh, like my eye on the ball in terms of tone. Because like when I sent her the outline, she did send me like a lot of really good notes that are like, that's fine, but Hallmark movies don't do this. You know, that's uh, fine, yeah. but you might be want to do this more textbook. Uh, I had a scene where, uh, based on my own experience with my girlfriend, Kyra, where um, the romantic lead uh, cuts an ingrown toenail out of the romantic male lead's, uh, you know, toe. And I, she did that. Too. Yeah, it was cute. <laughs> and she's like i yeah. don't think this would work <laughs> Wait, are they like oh people aren't gonna relate or like it was or just like just like this is these are the things more that just like this kind movie. of shit isn't really of these kinds of movies right. you know yeah not a lot of ingrown toenails in hallmark not movies. a lot of ingrown no. toenails in movies underrepresented at all. yeah <laughs> we need to bring ingrown back ingrown toenail toes. representation there are dozens of us <laughs> just walking Sean, around with a little why i'm one right now why are you <laughs> complicit in toenail erasure? I know, I know. But that's also just like like content and producers. Like you just see like the first draft, you always like see what you can get away with. Yeah. Knowing that when they walk it back, it'll be closer to what you actually wanted anyway. Yeah. Mm. So I signed this contract. Um, it makes me so paranoid, this contract, because um, it, was, it was kind of almost like a, I don't know if you guys are like music uh you know about like music industry stuff it was pretty much like a 360 deal which is a very bad deal uh in terms i do of not this. know what that is uh so basically it's like um they take like independent artists like musicians and they're like well we can give you all this exposure and you'll be part of like a major record label you'll oh, be part yeah. of uh you know atlantic records but we get like all your shit we get all the is that masters what they did to taylor uh, in a sense okay. yeah mm-hmm. yeah that, she probably had like a little more agency not taylor comma james yeah yeah yeah, yeah right <laughs> is that a porn star Wait, uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know who taylor, <laughs> taylor james no 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 taylor comma J- james taylor oh james taylor yeah oh, oh i thought you were talking about taylor swift no, I was talking about... T- Sorry, this riff went so off the <laughs> I meant to say, Explain. like, it was... <laughs> this is now just a... Pod- it's more of a, a clerical error than a podcast. Yeah. I, I yeah. didn't... I When I said Taylor, I didn't mean to just use Taylor Swift as like as if we were on a first-name basis. Oh. Because that makes me but sound... She, but she's she's the Taylor right now, for I know. Sure. It's just it used to be Wiz like Khalifa. It used to be Taylor Gang. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now it's the Squad. The Taylor, now the Taylor Swift. Now it's Taylor's the squ- now it's Swifties. Oh yeah, yes. Swifties are dying. Just like evolutions in Pokemon. <laughs> just like evolutions in Pokemon. I just never want to be a Swiftie. <laughs> Wiz Khalifa was the starter. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty tall. I don't know how that would look, but <laughs> th- it's more like Digimon. It's like Digimon. with the progression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Side how is side. Digimon different again? Uh they're fucked. Uh, uh, they're digital monsters. Yeah. Why are they digital? Like on the cloud? I don't know. That's just uh, because they're not. <laughs> <laughs> that was a genuine. <laughs> are they on the cloud? 
SoundCloud. Can I log in? <laughs> That's just what the song was. I remember liking Digimon, Digimon but not really. I think I kind of accepted. It. I was like, this is like Pokemon, but different. You know, I, wasn't yeah. like, I remember I had a Digimon backpack, but I never watched the show. Huh. My parents I just the got me the movies backpack. being pretty fire. Really, it was one of like the five movies around that time. But I think it was the first one that used that kids Kids of America song. We're the kids in America. America. Whoa. Whoa, yeah, what a banger! Jimmy oh, Neutron yeah. did Jimmy it. Jimmy Neutron, incredible movie. Uh, there were like a, there were a bunch of others too. Mm. Yeah, yeah, name them. Uh, fuck, 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 fuck. My Max Keebler is a big move. Oh, <laughs> one of the best. One that of the was best. a great film. <laughs> I definitely had a big crush on the Max Keebler character, which is yeah. a direct pipeline to being queer later on in life. Because I think. of the spiky hair? He was a total lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> Max Keebler was gay as hell, dude. Max Keebler was listening to Ani DeFranco. Fluid, really young. fluid icon, Max Keebler. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Max Keebler. He sorry they <laughs> <laughs> they saved the world. Wait, MX dot Keebler. That sounds like a really funny like TikTok like uh, slideshow. It's like like they them icons ahead of their time. <laughs> Max Keebler. <laughs> like no explanation. That's it. That's it. That's done. <laughs> I love videos like that too. I hate when oh, people yeah. overexplain things. You're like, you know, what? I sort of just feel that way. <laughs> yeah. David Lynch. They them. Sure. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> David that Lynch, sure, them, I yeah. see it. I totally. see it. Oh, yeah, sure. He kind of <laughs> looks like an old Max Keebler. Yeah. Martin, <laughs> kind of Martin does. Scorsese. Have we seen them in the they? same room together? <laughs> Is Scorsese a they them? <laughs> no, I don't think he's a they them, but he they could be he they energy. Mm, mm, okay. I see, I'm, I, I actually, Most Italian men, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like they're masculine, but they're not at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, Jake Letizia. <laughs> He they of the day. Jake, I'm so sorry. <laughs> He's really Jake entered really my sorry. like extended universe. Now. <laughs> I love Eric Adams. Eric, Eric Adams. Adams. Eric Adams. No, she, her. Uh. Yeah, like, Eric Adams. Yeah, I, he's oh. he's like, I don't know. He's he's an odd duck. Yeah. You know, every time he talks, I'm like, what's going? There's something here. He sounds like everything come he out. says is a Mad Lib. Yeah, I feel like. he d- yeah. And he's like, I love being the mayor, and I love. He had he, someone had a stand up joke about this yesterday at a at a mic, but he got like indoctrined to be the mayor in like the middle of Times Square, which is like the least like New York yeah, thing you could yeah, ever yeah. do. That's so odd. He's a weird guy. He's very remember strange. when he was obsessed with people barbecuing on the subway. What? What? <laughs> Who? Oh, I thought you meant like in the train, like someone brought a grill into the train. No, he believed that, that people did. That'd be pretty funny. I don't know that people oh God, actually did that, but Eric rigs. Adams had this notion that everybody was barbecuing on the train and barbecuing had to stop I've not on seen the a train. single person barbecuing on the train. I've never seen it, but he was talking about like unhoused people and he was like, you know what? Trains are not for sleeping. Trains are not for singing. Trains are not for barbecuing. And everyone's like, one of these that's, things that's is not like, like the NYPD other. That's very like NYPD brain thing. Yeah. Like, like, I yeah. think almost so much of their job is just being like the subway hall monitors and they're just mm. so sick of it. <laughs> Sounds like he was going after one guy and he was trying to lump them in <laughs> yeah. with like everything else. No music playing. All the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a sleep paralysis demon. It's just like a guy barbecuing on the. And table. another thing, no one should be sautéing onions on the seven train <laughs> while I have a big date. It makes me look like I've been crying the whole time when I I don't even cry like that. <laughs> it's like a it's like a town hall thing where yeah. like he's like. He's like one of the random people, but he's clearly the mayor. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Is like, you could have called me. <laughs> he's the only mayor who I feel like would give grievances 
in a town hall like as himself yeah. and not like be the mayor <laughs> oh yeah he would just stand I'd love around. to see him do it in different costumes like SNL like yeah. you know, oh, they have those town that. hall sketches maybe yeah. he has memento disease because he's always wearing clothing that says mayor on it the other mayors didn't Wait, do what's that memento right? disease talk about oh well no it's like it's just the movie memento is Nolan's first movie never actually. seen it um it, the whole movie is backwards which is fun but the premise of it is a guy has like this really like accelerated like impossible to have short-term memory loss thing and so he's just being manipulated by this kind of evil guy who i guess kind of a kind of a, a gaslighting icon i guess yeah who pretty much just gaslights him into what his reality is every time he kind of like wakes up and has the short-term memory loss again mm. but he starts figuring it out and like leaving himself clues like in like the hour he has and he eventually like tattoos like messages on himself so he like he he can't lose the clues if it's like on his body uh, and that's what Eric Adams is doing with being the mayor because he <laughs> yeah, can't remember forget. that he's yeah, the mayor. He's... So he wears clothing that says mayor at all times. I don't think <laughs> any of the other mayors did that. No, <laughs> I don't. He just wore suits, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. He wears a clothing that says mayor every day. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's kind of adorable. It's almost like almost like a cartoon just to remind kids who the role is. Yep. What's I'm funny the mayor. is like Eric Adams is <laughs> like, like that sash in, yeah. in Powerpuff Girls. It's a yeah. whole monitor sash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It totally That's is. Ex- yeah. yeah. He's yeah. a bad person and I hate him, but for some reason of he's course. less inherently hateable to me than Bill de Blasio. He's kind of ditzy. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of like, oh. He's kind of like Goldie Hawn. Yeah. Because yeah, like in a way, the, the other mayors. Don't do Goldie like that. Yeah. <laughs> Like, um, what was the last one again? What was his name? Uh, Bill de Blasio. De Blasio. And then before that, it was Bloomberg. He, he felt more just like kind of evil negligent, right? Yes. Mm. Like, he, like, uh, yeah, I like being mayor. I like being, going to all these parties. Oh, I got to do stuff. Um, these protests are, um, they're happening. Yeah. <laughs> Back to you. <laughs> <laughs> there was the thing where, like, his daughter got arrested in a protest and he, like, didn't bail her out on time. Like, it was like, he was kind of evil negligent. I kind of respect that. <laughs> he's like whatever fuck it Let yeah it. i actually kind of respect that too just being like yeah you did this and you did you gotta, this and yeah you gotta suffer the consequences and literally i cannot be seen doing that so yeah. <laughs> the other thing is everyone would make fun of him because he was really obsessed with this one elliptical trainer at the uh uh park slope ymca oh my god Okay. He went to the YMCA, not even an Bill Equinox. Bill was a huge YMCA guy. Interesting. Oh, yeah. he totally is a YMCA. Is he? Is he? He's from New York. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. That, uh, yeah. I yeah I I feel that way too. I I Eric Adams. I don't think he's from New York actually. No. But like I do find like any New Yorker, even if they're like kind of evil, endearing for that reason. It's just like, well, I've been going to the Y since I was a kid. You know, <laughs> I have been going to the Y since I was a kid. I have a YMCA membership. Do you an fact. active one? When was do you go? Re- have you gone? Recently? I haven't gone recently. Oh, I mean, okay. I've not gone. Recently. I went when I was no, a kid go. to like uh, yeah. swimming lessons. Yeah, I was a JCC kid, despite oh, my shit. Irish Catholic name. <laughs> oh my God! I was gonna say, are you a are you a Jewess? No, uh, but I I always grew I grew up every place I lived there were just always a lot of Jews. there were always Jews mm. yeah. yeah all of my best friends throughout life have been Jewish uh, yeah and in the east side of Providence very Jewish area very Jewish and, place, uh, yeah. is that of, where you grew up yeah that's where I grew up for the most part yeah yeah, yeah. moved Did around you, a little bit where'd you move around uh, elsewhere uh, it was Boston Providence and then I started in a suburb outside of Washington D.C. you started also- what comedy. Uh, no, no, life. Oh, <laughs> that's what oh I, you that's started. What I began. Yeah. You were propelled. I How many propelled. years in the game? If like, <laughs> 28. <Yeah. laughs> I dropped it for a while, but I then I picked it, it up. Like, yeah, I was dead for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my god! One time, my nano, who is an amazing person, and such a cool human, God rest her soul. She like lived like some of her life out of an RV just because she liked like bird watching. A van life. And some of the like last nice. years of her life, she like went to Alaska on probably like an ill-advised trip. It was like. <laughs> ATVing around Alaska looking for like rare birds. She was so sick. But one time she was like, uh, you know, this, uh, she like sat me and my sister down and was like, so you guys know it's my birthday and you guys have thrown me a very nice birthday. But um, from now on, I'll be aging backwards. So actually, I'm 70 seven now oh and then i was just like you can do that i was like i want to be four again (laughs) (laughs) were you five at the time i I must have been five or six but i remember like yeah i had some weird i feel like nostalgia and things of that nature hit my brain like way too early i remember like being four and being like this is it i mean this is the twilight of my life it's (laughs) not I'm, i'm 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 at the top of the preschool pyramid yeah, uh, it'll never be like this again. I remember being eight and telling my sister when she turned five with all the authority in the world. I remember this so specifically. I was like, five is the age where you start to feel like an adult. <laughs> I thought that way, too. Like, kindergarten felt like such it. a big yeah, deal. It was you know? huge. Yeah. You feel like a big kid. If you feel, yeah. I feel like I needed like a little miniature suitcase or something. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're walking around yeah. like beleaguered. Like, you're just like, I'm not the same guy I was when I was four. <laughs> yeah. How did first grade feel to you? Were you just like, oh, this is the big leagues? Or were you like, Mm. I got to go back? I wasn't like, I got to go back. But I did recognize that, you know, that kindergarten was like a hang. And first grade was like, you have to learn how to read. You know, I was like, oh, yeah. And uh, my sister learned how to read like on her own super early. So I I, I felt in her shadow already, even though I learned at like a super normal rate. And it was like (laughs) literally no problems at all. But uh, she was like always like very book smart. So I guess I had a little bit of a chip on my shoulder. I was like, I got to I got to start reading yourself. these books. Yeah. You know, <laughs> gotta... is she older or younger? She's older. She's Oldest. three years older. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I just talked to her on the phone right before this. Nice. Why I was a little late. She's doing good. Yeah. Nice. Do you prank call her? No, I would never. She's uh, she's a Leo. She's a fiery woman. Oh, and what are you? Uh, I'm a I'm a Gemini. Oh. He's a Gemini. Oh. 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 When's your birthday? May 26th. Okay, cool. I'm June 4th. So you guys oh. are saying I'm on a pod with two frauds two right now? Two lying yeah. pieces two of lying shit. faced Who have never been honest people. about anything in their lives. Why is that the fucking trait? You know, no all idea. Virgos are methodical. Gemini's the worst people you'll yeah, ever meet. I don't meet. know. Have you ever, have you ever, yeah. have you ever dated someone who who was like, oh, you're a Gemini, you're going to be like this? And no, like, and I've really, for the most part, only dated Cancers, which is interesting. That is interesting. Because apparently that's not a common uh, It's not a common pairing. pairing. That's interesting. I've or, never once noticed an astrological sign trended ever. Okay. Never something I've thought about. Okay, but when you look at the people you've dated, you're going to see a couple of similarities. That's the only reason I started getting into astrology was like, I was like, I don't believe in this shit at all. Then I got really stoned, read a book about it. I was like... The scor- uh, I'm a Scorpio, so it was yeah. like uh, uh, toxic and feels things deeply. I was and like, on that, oh, thank that's you for so taking mean. some of the heat off us. You and you and Cancers, I think, are the main crosshairs we right really now. Really, Gemini's do. like we're having a, a good couple years actually. Yeah, we for a while brave. it was like they're the worst. Fuck them, they're fake. You know, social pleasers. I think blah, that blah, blah. I think that for a while people were just like caring about your sun sign, but then when people started doing birth charts and adding complexities, that's when it started softening. Once it, a it got bit. muddled up, so maybe it was Big Gemini that did. Yeah. This. <laughs> Big Gemini invented uh, the birth chart. App. Yeah. What, what's the oh, app co-star. Called? co-star? Co-star. I also do think that most people are just on a PR campaign to go after the sign of the person who hurt them the most recently. 
Uh, P- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they're think, they're they're yeah. PRing in the bad way. Yeah yeah, 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 no, like bad PR. Like, bad yeah, PR. like one time I talked to this guy and he was like, "Male Pisces, they're just out to hurt you." And I'd never heard that before, and I, it was and just like his. Hearing ex that, of, like, I'm five like, years. that checks out. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you could say anything with research, authority. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, the male fish. <laughs> Here's the thing: yeah. if he's, <laughs> he should be in the water. <laughs> Get in the water, you fish. <laughs> That would make me a twin. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that. Get back with your yeah. twin, you twin. Yeah, wear a matching outfit, twin. <laughs> yeah, why don't you two match right now? Yeah, yeah. so far you could say any noun with like hateful like intention. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here, you plant. You fucking broccoli. <laughs> you piss baby duck. <laughs> You're nothing more than the cardboard sleeve of my coffee. <laughs> How mean does that Whoa, sound? That does that was sound good. Mean. The car that's temporary. It's flimsy, it's disposable. It's disposable. You often forget it. It's a good that's a good and yet insult. It's a pox on our nation and never goes away. No. I need it's, you I, you need it for a specific thing. Yeah. And then it's done. And then it's over. Transaction. Then it's a, it sits in a landfill with the rest of its kind. Whoa. <laughs> then it sounds a little racial. Someone's getting a little South African right now. Come on. We bring in my ethnicity into this. I think you brought it into You know this. I'm white South African, right? I did not oh, know that. So you couldn't and, tell. Me and Elon. <laughs> no. <laughs> Be crazy if he was like, yeah, I knew that from the start. I yeah. knew it the damn matter. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. one of the funniest accents of all time to me. I, I had a camp counselor who was uh, <laughs> South, South yeah. African and then I had just seen Blood Diamond too. And oh, we, God. We could not stop yelling at him that like really, like, I, like DiCaprio is amazing. I think he did a pretty bad job on that accent. There's this one scene that's supposed to be like a really big dramatic scene and he's just like, you're just another big man in Africa. <laughs> it's like, it's like, totally takes you out of it. <laughs> yeah, that accent is, I just associate that accent with like being like, asked to do things by my mom so when people are like oh so you... she, she has a heavy south african accent it's i wouldn't say it's heavy maybe it doesn't it's not as heavy it's prevalent yeah. though it's she's it's kind of it's a little a bit like time. trevor noah because like he yeah he has an act but it's not as like good example super specific and heavy it's not yeah. as it, my it, mother is it, it doesn't get in the way of like normal enunciation stuff yeah, yeah no exactly. it doesn't yeah. Yeah, yeah. but i so people are like do a south african accent i'm like okay gabrielle get in the bath <laughs> I feel like I'm on a ship. (laughs) And you are. I'm terrified. (laughs) Get on a ship, fishman. We're not in in Indonesia, are we? (laughs) Oh, my God. Wait, so before we completely get off of the topic, what what became of the Hallmark movie? Yes. And I, I thought about maybe even not concluding it, so it seemed like I was more successful. But basically... Uh, the person I was developing it with gave me kind of just a plethora of excuses down the line about how she couldn't read it. Her dog is sick, blah, 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 months and months and months and months. So, you know, I should have done this a bit earlier, but I'm like rereading my contract. I'm like literally like learning like legal terms out of paranoia from this. I named myself uh, Mr. Deals on Twitter because I'm just like, I, I'm making Hollywood deals. I'm doing deals. I'm doing like, I, I'm oh, having, like, that's why I'm you having, did it. I'm having psychosis. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, did I just cost myself money? Like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, because I, I imagine like, I, if I write psychosis. this, I get, I get in, you know, the writer's union. I get, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then, um, I realized that, okay, she's not going to give me any help or any notes. 
I reread the contract. I'm like, okay, she has to pay me a, a pretty solid amount if I just get to like 100 pages. Boom, back to Adderall psychosis. I shit out just the fastest fucking thing I possibly get. <laughs> it's a little harder than I thought because I'm like, okay, it has to make sense. I'm like, okay, I outlined mm. it. And I'm like, okay, blah, blah, blah. I finish it, put it on her desk. She says, great. Sends me like the uh, back to the 360 deal thing. Uh, so I get all the money from the pre-production side of it. That's like, if you write this, we'll give you this. And then there's this very evil thing. And this, this goes out to all the aspiring writers out there. If your contract says something called contingent compensation, think shit. This means that you will have to, because in screenwriting, you're not part of production. So all you, the only thing you're doing, the only thing you're putting your hours into is writing it. And contingent compensation means that they only pay you the, the bigger sum if it gets produced and you have no control over how it gets produced, how proactive they are and like getting the ball rolling on that. So basically I got a good amount of money and not like, you know, definitely nothing to, to feel bad about. I mean, to make, you know, a couple thousand dollars from screenwriting with no clout to your name whatsoever. It felt pretty cool. That's pretty good. Mm. But, uh, once it was done, she was like, Oh, I'm leaving the company actually. So leave it to like the development head. And I was just like, okay, that might be good. Cause this person actually has to do their job. Uh, and then I emailed them. I talked to their assistant a bunch and then they were like, uh, so basically the production company is pivoting to, um, only thriller movies now. And I was like, what happens to this? They're like, well, basically it sits on a shelf forever because we don't want you to produce it elsewhere. Or because I, I, I started to have like a pretty good relationship with this assistant who was like also a writer, a good guy. I think his name was Taylor. Uh, but not he, the Taylor. He was just like, no. okay, I figured some things out and you could get the rights to this script back, but you have to pay. <coughs> <laughs> you have to pay everything we've already paid you. Oh so net zero for your time and hope it can go somewhere else. And I had no aspirations to really make a Hallmark movie anyway. Yeah. But... The silver lining here is in my paranoia with this contract. I talked to my friend Jackie, who used to uh, work, used to be uh, a talent agent, and I sent her the contract. And I was like, "Do you know what this shit means?" And she was like, "Honestly, no." And I haven't been an agent for a while, but I used to work at this place called APA, uh, which is a pretty big agency in Hollywood. Um, and there was this like senior agent there, like this really rich, like head of the company guy, who would never ever shut the fuck up about attending emerson college you should probably you it might be worth your time just to hit him up i cold dm him on linkedin with no mutual connections he responds within like 20 minutes I, I make a pretty good like uh you know speaking of like pring yourself and i, I was like what go you, lions yeah wait like, do you remember what like the message said like vaguely yeah it was basically just like hey i'm writing my first feature they have this contract i have no idea what the contract means but yeah from one emersonian to another oh, it would yeah. be a lot if you could maybe help me out and he yeah. he responded within like the hour and we talked on the phone and uh he's like this really like funny like like kind of old hollywood like jewish guy and uh, he's like a big like he used to be like a, a manager for like stand-ups too like back oh, in the shit. day like he knew like jessica kirsten and stuff oh, shit. Oh, and amazing. um yeah we have like a really good relationship he helps me out to understand the contract he basically says like you know it's not the worst you know you again you're not really like an established talent but like you know it, it looks fine to me uh and then i call him back after this you know they're like we're pivoting to thrillers like uh, thing happens uh 
And then I'm like, so what if like, so I was like, they basically made me take this script concept and put it in a very specific Hallmark box. I kind of wanted to make, cause they were also, when I was first pitching it, they're like, we're actually trying to get some movies to like Netflix too. And when I think, uh, when I thought of that, I was like, I'd rather make kind of like a raunchier teen movie because the summer camp I attended was insane. Everyone was drunk and fucking all the time. And it was like more like, like, like raunchy wet American summer kind of thing. Um, so I was like, what if, you know, I change all the character names, I take the spine of this thing and then kind of just throw some different meat on it. And then I make a, a better product. Or do you think maybe you could, uh, help me, you know, maybe find a suitor or, or something. And he was like, well, first of all, in, in, when I called him for this, I'd be procrastinating it for months. Cause I felt so bad about how the Hallmark yeah. thing had happened. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I was expecting his assistant to answer as he had every single other time I'd call them. And this time he answers. And I was like, so jarred. He was like, hello. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, so surprised. And I was just like, um, is this Danny? And he really was like, who is this? (laughs) And I was like, oh, Sean from like six months ago. And then I had to like pivot in that moment to like pitch mode. Like I didn't even know, I get being kind of disgusted with myself on the phone, but I was just like, Danny, I think this thing could really work. Danny, I think a Netflix or like a Hulu or something would really like this thing. And then even towards the end of it, I was just like, what if it was a TV show instead of a movie? And he was just like, honestly, like for streaming stuff, the contracts are exactly the same. So I don't care. Just write however like you want it to be. And now I'm almost done. And <gasps> he did say that uh, he's like, he was like, uh, he's like, listen, you write this thing. Like, he's like, I'll see what I, he's, he said. I'll send it out to some people and see what I can do. And it's he's a, a pretty ending. established person. It's so that could ending. mean this is exciting. Some good thing. So I really just need to fucking finish it. I'm really close. It's like all written. I, I'm just uh, uh, I'm doing some kind of neurotic. I've said neurotic a lot. huh? I'm just doing some neurotic kind of you. refining. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I feel spiritually Jewish. Mm. And, I, and I see that for you, actually. <laughs> I really do. I was a guest of yeah. honor at my friend Andrew Fader's bar mitzvah one time. What I, know, guest- I know some of the prayers. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I don't know what the guest of honor is at a bar. Does that mean you lit the candles or does that mean you said a prayer? Um, I or don't think Aliyah. I had to say a prayer, but I was in this like kind of like cool like balcony seat. And it was just because like I had... Like Statler and Waldorf? Like- uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like, it was just because I had like moved. Yeah. And we were like best friends. So it was kind of just like the best friend. It was like being the best man at a wedding. Oh, kind of. yeah. Nice. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you believe you will be the best man at a wedding again I, in your lifetime? Again. At a Jewish a, wedding specifically? Oh, I would love to. Oh, wait. I, I was the best man at a Jewish wedding. The bride was Jewish. Yeah, yeah. It was a very Jewish wedding. Uh, so I was the best man one time. I do not know if I'll get it again. <laughs> you had it once. There's, so there's, there's one other party that I it could happen with, but we, we had a little bit of a... A falling out. A tussle. Oh, oh, a that's the next movie. Last year and I, that's very Jewish. And we're cool. And we, it is. And Irish. <laughs> They're all, that, that Venn diagram is, is, it? Yeah, is that wide. Seems insane. It's a wide yeah. middle circle. Yeah. 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 Actually, all the Irish Catholics I know, it's like the same level of like guilt, definitely neuroticism, mm. we're Almost the exact same. Yeah. It's really yeah. Redheads as well. Big in both Okay, I've got a bone to pick with this redhead thing because someone recently... Careful. (laughs) (laughs) And Sheeran Z-Way (laughs) can. I think I might be like colorblind because all of these comics are like, they'll show these pictures of themselves and be like, as a redhead comic, and I'll DM them and be like, you're not a redhead. Like, I think you're blonde. Oh, they're like pushing like... 
like the ginger agenda. The ginger agenda, yeah. like you know Kevin Mulheron, friend of the pod. He's not redhead. Someone said he was a redhead. No, he's not. Wow, he's false claiming. And then <laughs> me and Max Gross were like, who is a redhead? Talking about no, he's yes. not. A, Max, is yes, not a he redhead. is. No, he's not. I've spoken with Max about it. Oh, man, he you can't agrees. Just, okay, not to sound like Alex Jones, but you can't just start identifying as a redhead. <laughs> 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 I've never heard something more You were more like, I've spoken this way. I've spoken to Max and he says he's a redhead. I'm yes, like, because I have eyes as well. And I see he's a redhead. I guess he is kind of. Oh, he's more, No, he is. Okay, okay, okay. I think we have to draw a line here and say a ginger has to be a very pale person with like near neon orange hair. I thought you were going to say neon orange skin. <laughs> a neon orange skin. Because be an if you just have kind of just like Kevin and Max, like if you kind of just have like a tint, yeah, you, di- you didn't no. you didn't go through the shit, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna no, I'm gonna pause you right there. They do not have the same hair color. No, Kevin and Max. But to me, they're both kind of like dirty blonde. Yeah, I, I guess adjacent. I can see that. I guess no, it's not like I, I like Max's hair is like, like not as like, like vibrant like a Conan like O'Brien, Weasley, not like that like, kind of redhead. But yeah, still he is. A, a, yeah, he is red hair. Carrot Top is he the most famous ginger? Mm. Ooh, him or who's the other? Who's the other one? Uh, Shirley Temple. Shirley Temple, yeah, that's pretty famous. Never Sh- existed. There's a, there's a drink. <laughs> Shirley Temple. Sion. Yes. Like those. A kid teen- could never eat alphabet soup. <laughs> <laughs> like those. It was in black and white TikTok. too. I mean, yeah. Those teenagers who think Helen Keller like didn't exist and oh that she's God. made up. There's a certain kind of person, and it's pretty common that they just doubt people with disabilities can like figure stuff out. A lot of people oh, think yeah. Stevie Wonder can see. Yes, like, this I've heard. A that. lot of people. I've heard that. Why? I wonder if there's like YouTube compilation. Good at music? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> it's because he's I, so hot. I, <laughs> what if Stevie Wonder was just like, you know, as a ginger? <laughs> it really hurts my feelings. As an Irish American man, as an Irish American, <laughs> Irish American Jewish man, you know it's kind of funny. I'm technically black Irish, which has nothing to do with being yeah. actually black. Is it just literally just having black hair as like a trait that bunch Irish... of Spanish people, right? Yeah, oh. Moors, I think had yeah. had intention to conquer Ireland, and then like a lot of Spanish conquests sort of just fizzled out <laughs> and then the results, uh, a lot of them just hung out in Ireland and procreated and. Black and here hair, you are. yeah. Here you are. Black Indeed. hair does not come from Irish Ireland jeans, at all. Really, I think they were all gingers actually. Yeah, gingers and brown hair. Wow. Before the Spanish came in. Have you ever yeah. been to Ireland? I've never been. I got, I've never been. I kind of want to go. Oh, I want to go. I would like to go. I just saw that movie, The Banshees of. Oh, oh yeah. I've heard it's so good. It's really good. It's very. It's like a. It's like a. It's one of those really black comedies, like yeah. really bleak, nice. dark comedies. That's. But it's also like it's not too serious either. Hmm. I've yeah it's I've heard it's like cheek. the best movie in recent history about a friend breakup yes Ooh, it's, it's really good and I actually, actually saw it with my friend who I had the falling out with and we were like wow. sitting next to each other mad tense but it was kind of it was kind of nice in a way nice. yeah because it seems like a healing. movie I saw recently yeah, yeah. Black Adam 
so Black much Adam. fun. Black Irish Adam. Black, Black Irish Adam. <laughs> Black Irish Ginger Adam. Dwayne, uh, Dwayne Johnson, long line of Irish American. Uh, it's, a, it's a fun movie. It's not good, but it's fun. Does it, does it look good? It looks like Yes, it, it, it does look good. Yeah. It does look good. It's, it's so fun. I know that director made House of Wax. You ever see that? No. no. Oh, that's a really, really fun horror movie. I know we're out of spooky season. No, but, um, I'm always in spooky season. The whole season. set is like a fake town, Ooh. like made of like actual... Like a lot of it's made of like wax and peanut butter and it's really creepy and it's a whole Ooh. like is that a person and then they start melting and then like the people get made into wax figures there's that of, bar and... at uh, Alamo Draft House called House of Wax oh yeah oh, oh. I never know I love that place yeah that place is great I, I love the movies I, <laughs> you will I, never meet someone who loves movies more listen, than me listen I quit drinking my final muse is the cinema <laughs> 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 so much stuff is just not as fun for me anymore. I've just become obsessed with movies. Yeah, yeah. well, movies is the best to see like sober. I love going to a movie and having a coffee. Yeah, I remember Whoa. even when I was drinking, I'd be like, you know, two or three drinks deep, and I'd be like, I'm too sleepy to watch this yeah. really good movie. They're only if, if if you're drinking, you it needs to be like a high energy movie. I, I mean, mm. I saw. Uh, the last Tarantino movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, pretty blasted, and it was perfect. You know, oh, I just I was didn't see it. Howling in the theater, it's such <laughs> yeah. a funny movie. I like to be a little bit high in some movies. Yeah, I like that's, that. It's fun. Yeah, that helps me focus. Still, a little. Do, I love you, it, yeah. do you use marijuana? I love using marijuana. I love mm. marijuana. Though I, I've been using a lot less of it lately. I, I, I'm not. I used to be a big time stoner. A college big time stoner. Mm. Post college even bigger time stoner. Uh, but yeah, I, I really only do it at night now. And yeah, I mean, just like alcohol towards the end of, you know, my booze use, <laughs> my booze use, yeah. it, it's, it just makes me really tired most of the time. You know, mm. I used to really like kind of like, almost like the method actor in me or something. I used to really like getting like almost too stoned and then like pretending that I had it together. I used to like <laughs> go yeah. to like a weekly like outback or like biweekly outback steakhouse dinner with just my dad and i would try to get in high school and i would try to get some weed and then i would try to like like i would act i would like just try as to a like, challenge yeah, as a yeah. challenge and he probably thought i was just like insane <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i was just pretending to be normal really hard oh my That's, god when you get to i'll have the blooming you... onion blooming onion <laughs> i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> when you get too high and you have to pretend to be sober, my trick is always like, you just have to act like you're a god. A little bit. Like everything is how you planned it. Yeah. yeah. Totally, totally, totally. I would walk into my old dorm like, hello, security. I we, hope you're you having ever an high excellent at the, day. Oh my God. Have you ever, high at the, have you ever been high at the airport? No, oh no, I don't I'm want too to do that. Of the airport. that I did be... that once by accident when I was like, I don't know, nineteen or something. And I was so scared, but like, <laughs> it's such a stupid thing to be like sad about because like I didn't have the drugs on me. Yeah, what course. can they say? <laughs> there's like no. Sorry t- for you're having a good time. There's, no, have, there's yeah. a rapid test for being stoned. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> could you imagine? There's <laughs> barely a sobriety test like on the road. You know. Yeah. True. <laughs> yeah. Breathing the breath. What is the name of the meatball in Aqua Teen Hunger Force? And if you answer too fast, they're like, "Come with me." <laughs> <laughs> or if you answer like meatball, that sounds good. You're like, no, notice like Homer Simpson just go meatball. Just like 
yeah. Getting stoned does have me making the Homer Simpson noise. We do have we do have some questions we would like you to ask from our listeners. Or, or, not not the you won't be asking them. They oh, okay. will be asking. No, no, no we you. need yeah, we need you. I would have been happy answer. to ask you guys as well. <laughs> you, you can ask us anything you want. Yeah. I have I have a submission. Uh, it's not just questions, it's also just like things uh, details about their lives they want us to comment on. Yeah. Uh so here's one. Sure. Uh uh, here's my absolutely absurd irrational phobia. I have an extreme fear of pickles, olives, and all other foods that are jarred in liquid. Yes. Being, ar- being around pickles makes me physically uncomfortable, but I feel like a bad person because I know a lot of people love pickles, and I don't want to make other people feel bad for the foods they like. I think it also has something to do... <laughs> it's pretty accommodating. Yeah. yeah. What a good person. How often does this happen to you? <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, that. No. I think it also... Oh, Oopsie-daisy. I think it also has something to do with my OCD because my brain has convinced me Definitely. something bad like botula- botulism? Botulism? It says botulism. B-O-T-U-L-I-S-M. I don't think it is. Oh. I'm going to guess it's botulism. Okay. Yeah. I think something bad like botulism will happen to me if I eat them. If I eat them. Okay. So this is, okay. First of all, this is a very layered phobia. Mm. Yeah. So you shouldn't feel bad about it because it's clearly here to stay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You will never kick this thing. Yeah. Um, I sort of understand the, how it's weird that it's like floating in liquid. It did that. Like when they were describing that, that did kind of make me think of, uh, some kind of evil scientists yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. layer with like eyeballs and stuff like that. Or like those experiments in the alien movies where you see like yeah. the aliens yeah. like suspended in li- yeah. Totally. So I think for a lot of phobias Which it's looks a, cozy. Yeah. It's important to acknowledge that there is like some logic there that like, you know, a lot of people are like, well that's just not a problem for me. But like I could see being a little freaked out. It is weird that they're like yeah. in like 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 water that's like been there for a while you know? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a spooky color and stuff like that um uh, my question to this person would be um you know like are you are, are you friends with like a bunch of like huge pickle heads it seems like you're like getting yeah. into trouble with if it comes sometimes. up this often yeah it's an issue that you write into a podcast and, i'm wondering like and they're making you are they making you feel bad for it in, in that case you know are they like slurping it obnoxiously just like <laughs> come on yeah. just hang out man <laughs> <laughs> It also feels like they're a little bit like, like it's their lifestyle and they're judging you that it's not your lifestyle. Yeah. 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 And, you know, not to be too Irish about it, but I'm always a big fan of just pressing the eject button (laughs) from groups of people that are uh, inconvenient or annoying to you. So if this is a big thing, these are some pickle heads. If you're with pickle heads and you cannot be around pickles. It, I, it might be time to, to switch circles, you know? I like the idea yeah. that they, like, run the school. <laughs> we got the pickle heads. We got the <laughs> olives heads. <laughs> we got, like, a filter fish girls. They're not important. <laughs> the cheese, no <laughs> cherry <laughs> squad. Yeah, They're all in liquid. <laughs> yeah. The school is in a jar. Yeah, maybe transfer schools. <laughs> yeah. We got the spam states. kids. <laughs> the spam kids. <laughs> Tuna. <laughs> Move states. Change your name. Change your life. Start a noise band. You know, <laughs> Hannibal Buress. <Burris. laughs> You'll be okay. It's in Chicago. Get eight Let's or nine roommates. Yeah. 
This is fun. Mailbag is so fun. I love mailbag. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this one's fun. Of all the episodes I've listened to, I've never heard you mention this topic. And who better to ask for advice than someone extremely underqualified? So <laughs> that's a great intro. <laughs> Chill out. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, we're like, shut the f- Now we're not reading. <laughs> Respect us. <laughs> so for backstory, I have a habit of wearing cat ear headbands. And for a period of time in middle school, matching tails. It's usually the type of ears you'd see at Claire's rather than a costume store. And I do it because it makes me unique and memorable while showing the world an aspect of my personality uh, in my mind <laughs> that aspect settle of me down. is that i'm childish and love cats but i've learned that a lot of people read that as furry and at first i didn't know what to think of that then in high school there hmm. was a clique of furries that collected me as a friend assuming me as one of them this is a whole fucking story <laughs> I made a persona a, oh yeah, and it's, everything it's, it's a, quite a submission it's an origin story and we had a wonderful time doing okay. things like sharing cute art and tips on making costumes or role-playing adventures for our anthropomorphic characters oh, they're, they're already there yeah <laughs> they're furries until we eventually split apart when most of them left or graduated the school i kind of just figured uh, i was one of the furries at that point so that's right. part of my life i always knew what furries are well known for but the transitive law never clicked for me until a newer friend of mine said aren't furries the ones who want to fuck animals and i realized that if people assume i'm a furry and also assume all furries are the cringy fetish ones what people are actually assuming about me it's my philosophy that i don't need to give a damn about the opinion of anyone who's willing to hate on me based on their own assumptions i'm supposedly an adult and i want to keep a good mindset moving supposedly. through life <laughs> <laughs> The per- the parenthetical some experts. <laughs> <laughs> the parenthetical is though it never feels that way, does it? Which is very. Oh, I see. I see. Although I guess oh. I'm asking you to make and <laughs> so share. A weird opinions. way to phrase that. Yeah, we kind of jumped the gun. I, I guess, feel like but. maybe they're British. This feels British. No offense, oh. Lucas. Um, <laughs> although I guess I'm asking you to make and share opinions based on minimal information and mostly your own assumptions about me. So maybe I give enough of a damn that at least I think it'd be interesting to hear you d- guys discuss this. Hmm. All right. Well, this is clearly a, a nosy meerkat. Do you have a Do you have a name for your for your fans? Ooh. Meerkats, meerkittens. Meerkat. We kind of call them meerkats, and we call yeah. ourselves Mama and Papa Meerkat. Yeah. Okay. We are meerkat. meerkat nation. Yeah. Okay. So I think you guys should tackle this first because clearly they're they're pretty much directly asking you guys. Um, I, I, I definitely like in college. I there were furries, and I think I was mean. To, there's literally a clip of me being. How old like, are you? Do you me I uh, no, I'm 29. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. all of how the, many furries at Emerson, and, and we're like the same age. Yeah. Were there there were furries at Emerson? Mm, no, no, interesting. No furries at Emerson. Really. There's one person that dressed like Jack Sparrow every day, but that's not that's not. The same. <laughs> and they're iconic for I that. Wonder Who is her, not a human? I wonder, so, I wonder what her opinion on the on the on the trial trial was. Oh my oh, god, yeah. you're right. I'd love to field opinions from our audience. On, that the, would, trial? on the trial, someone yeah. that dresses like Jack Sparrow every day. Well, she's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> That when was, I shit into bed, it's cause that was that whole thing was so gross. I could oh not believe it was horrible. People being like, "I love watching this trial." It's like this is not for no. you. And then they'd make TikTok. It shows you what like good PR can buy you too. Like oh. I mean, he's like an alcoholic fucking asshole at the very least. And they were like, "Look at what she did." And yeah. It was like, Whoa. 
Yeah, they made TikToks. He would just be like, oh, I got some and- lunch. And then they would overplay like a Pirates of the Caribbean theme song of him getting up and walking. Yeah. People would and he was be just like, like so laughing strange. the whole time. Yeah. His lawyers asshole. as well laughing. And they would like fist bump each other when like which, a witness which, said I mean, something. Did totally work. But still very like just PR. so disrespectful. Yeah. It's fucked up. Anyway, what were we talking about? Um, oh, anyway, oh, I so- don't know that they were real furries. I think they were like furry adjacent. And I always thought they were kind of judging me because i like to like smoke weed and i wasn't very studious so i was kind of like oh the quidditch kids are furries <laughs> i'm sure there's a clip of me literally saying that but the truth is i actually they smell weed and they're like yeah they're <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get my little nose high keep it down <laughs> <laughs> i wish they were like that you don't have a future <laughs> <laughs> truth is i kind of think furries are cool and i wrote them into a script actually i wrote them into oh, a nice. script yeah so um I I think you're cool and I and I read a lot about furries. It turns out not a lot of furries are actually that into sex stuff. Yeah. So that ne- makes sense. Next time you encounter someone That makes me someone, respect them less. Really? Oh, I, 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 yeah. You have to do it all the way. Yeah, your- I'm like I'm like, "Oh, you're just you're just into this for the aesthetic rather than it turning you on." That all Lucas is okay, a furry cunt. But they are yeah. being turned on by the aesthetic. But they said it was. But you yeah. said that it wasn't always they a sexual yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I don't think they're sexual about it. I think they think it's like cute, shows off their personality, which is childlike yeah. and into cats. I'm getting a lot of. You just know what? That is. Anime. That is okay. Yeah, that is. A, that is a fun thing. To I'm do getting best. a lot of like anime kid energy. Yes. From yeah, this. yeah. 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 And I think there's like a fine line. You know, I've I've done a little anime cosplay in my life. Have it's you? Fun. Well, my friend. As what? My friend is like. Uh, I kind of made him watch the entirety of Naruto, which is like. 800 something episodes a lot of episodes. but he really loved it and he was blonde so one uh for my birthday one year he thought it'd be funny if he got himself a naruto, like full naruto cosplay he got me yeah, a, wouldn't it be crazy if we did this whole costume thing yeah and, like, pretty much got all the yeah. headpieces and everything and like learned about the characters wouldn't yeah. that be nuts yeah exactly wouldn't that be so funny if we did that? you're like diving into the fan fiction like this yeah. bit's going crazy so so we we've dressed up as naruto and sasuke a few times yeah <sighs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's 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 fun. So you relate to this listener. Yeah, and I got uh I have I have, I have like the 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 contacts too. I got the Oh my god. Shit. I got the Sharingan uh <laughs> <laughs> So are you and your girlfriend like big couples costume people? Hmm. Well, definitely because she like works in film like yeah. we definitely do like dressing up um mm. like pretty much any excuse we get. We've been a little we haven't done it like at 100 in a while. She was in Montana this past Halloween. And I, I was, uh, I just, uh, yeah, I went to a few parties dressed as, uh, apparently a too subtle Elvis. <laughs> My friend was immediately just like, oh, Tony Danza. <laughs> and then I also realized, I was like, people in New York do just dress like this, you know, like yeah, wear leather pants every true. day. And- you always got to up the ante on the costumes. Otherwise people are going to be like, you're yeah, I kind of just like- dress like the Elvis from the Elvis movie. Like I thought like, I just put mm. on like a fit. I feel. Did he you would like wear- the Elvis movie? I loved it. I loved it too. I, thought I, it was I awesome. haven't seen it yet. Still, I need to see it. Okay, but this person, what do they do? Um, cat ears cat, and cat ears. Tail. You no, I thought did the tail in the past, but doesn't actually do that anymore. That's what I and thought. I think they should go back to it. If that's I, what honestly, makes them if happy. it makes you happy, go for it. it. It seems like you're already over the hump. You know, like I mean, I, I feel like the second you're like, okay, I wear cat ears every day. <laughs> people like the people who are like that's weird. Like they're probably already off you anyway. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So who cares? You know, yeah. do your thing. And next time you meet someone who asks you if uh, you're into furry sex stuff, just educate them and be like, 
most furries actually aren't into that. Yeah. You should like, research. This is just fun, you know? Or yeah. you should give some condescending answer. Like, it's not my job to fashion, explain it to you. Fashion oh, is yeah. silly anyway. You fashion know? is silly. That's why is it yourselves. such a big deal to take it one step further and make it a little more costumey? What's the big mm. deal? Yeah. yeah. You know what? That's genuinely good that's advice. Like, yeah. <laughs> we were fucking around, but that's genuinely good <laughs> advice. Yeah. Yeah. I got another one pulled up here. Uh, it says, I unfortunately do not have anything too interesting to tell you, but I was wondering if I could <laughs> ask what Gabby's tattoo is. And oh, whether... it's a frying pan. Yeah. Oh, I, I was about to ask, I thought it was a cast iron. It is a cast iron, but oh, you okay. can use it to fry things. Yeah. Why do you have it? I have it because I had a burn from a cast iron pan on Interesting. Here, so I covered it up with a cast iron the pan. The external world oh, created. To remind you like memento. Yeah. <laughs> in case I forget Eggs. what a cast iron <laughs> that's what that is do not wash <laughs> don't put your arm in the dishwasher no soap <laughs> you know that's a myth you actually can use soap on a cast iron you, oh, should, yeah. you, you just you gotta to season s- it afterwards yeah oh, your worldview yeah. is blown yeah. Yeah. yeah I think I'm still not gonna do it I'm, I'm nervous so oh, wait, 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 wait. But I, I hit it with the steel sponge hard though. Anyway. Oh, but, oh yeah. the, but let me finish the uh, submission, oh, which is uh, yeah. Uh, wondering if I could ask what Gabby's tattoo is and whether you guys would get tattoos and where. I really like your podcast and you always give me good advice. If you read this, what is the best general advice anyone has given you? Slash, where did you get your advice from as a kid, excluding your parents? I know that's two questions, but I just <laughs> thought it would be cool to send a submission. Wow, uh, yeah. started really specific and then at the end just exploded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are your yeah. parents like? <laughs> <laughs> would you wait? Do you have any tattoos? Slash, would you get? It? I do. I. I'm thinking of. Can I? This, the sweater's a little tight. Is it? Oh, brag, brag, brag! Oh my god, my shirt. you're just but, so brawling. Yeah, <laughs> I have um, a little squiggly tree right here on my mm-hmm. bicep, and then a equally squiggly man, and then the squiggly man has a squiggly cat and dog. Uh, and also, it's uh, also like a kind of like a wobbly house on my bicep and then i have a a cup that is from an old italian card game called briscola on my shoulder which honestly was like a little like it was kind of more gangster than i expected like it kind of looks like some like russian mob shit it's like (laughs) green and red oh my god when i play basketball i always feel like a little tougher i was like maybe they won't foul me harder because i look like i might be like an early like uh entry to a russian mob i just saw this movie uh eastern promises oh. it's a cronenberg movie with no body humor and he's at, it's like this guy he's like a like a like 30 year informant to the russian mob and he's like in the russian mob he's had to get all these cool like affiliation tattoos yeah oh, it kind of yeah. looks like one of those <laughs> and then i have some jellyfish on my thigh and me and my girlfriend have uh, matching these jellyfish on. That's so cute. Yeah. How long into your relationship did you get a matching tattoo? Really fast. I got some white trash in my blood. You know yeah, I mean? baby. Wait, was go. it weeks into the relationship? How, how quick? I think it was like month two or something. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. yes. It was COVID summer, which is where. Oh, that's When right. we oh, fell like... in love, which was an awesome time to fall oh. in love. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. you have so much time. Yeah. The, when you said Going it was the, the pandemic, I'm like, I completely under... Everything <laughs> moved so much faster and yet so much slower. Yes. It makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. yeah I don't think... Because we, we live together now. I don't think we would have lived together as fast um, had the pandemic not happened. And I'm quite grateful because... Yeah. To, to have no roommates is very good. Yeah, it's mm. the same with me and my girlfriend. We moved in during the pandemic. Oh, nice. Do like, none of us have roommates? No. Let's go. Isn't it... Oh, my God. Not, not to flex too hard, yeah. but, you know, like... 
quality of life. I'm just very clearly single right now, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very aware of that. I couldn't right tell now. by your grand butt piss poster. Yeah, this is. <laughs> this is not I love a, this... the idea that if he had a girlfriend, he'd have to take that shit down. Women are like no funny business. <laughs> this is not the decor of someone who is compromised. <laughs> Wait, that is true. Yeah. Compromise. Oh, is very funny. That's what love's well, about. Well, we are coming towards the sort of end stretch of the podcast. Yeah. And I'm not sure if you're aware of what we do at the end, but we do something called Self-Perception Corner, where we ask our corner. guests to describe how they believe they are perceived by other people. Oh, it's a spooky question. And then, we, and, then we, <laughs> and then we'll say how we actually perceive you. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to do this mostly in the realm of like the stand-up community. Sure. Good. Uh, That's great. Just to keep it specific because, Perfect. I don't know, again, Gemini stuff, I feel like lots of parties interpret me different ways. Um, let's, let's start off with this. I'm not from California, okay? I don't know how this happened to my voice, but I think a lot of people think that I'm like an L.A. dude. A surfer dude. Surfer I would say dude. you're more of an L.A. guy because of your windsurfing past. Well, I think that's yeah, where exactly. it came from. Exactly, there's maybe. some stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, skating. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, like, I know, like, it's not the craziest dots to connect or whatever. Um, I also think some people perceive me more as like uh more of a textbook patriarchal like blah dude which i really don't like because it's really not true at all and i don't know like i think like i don't know like in a lot of like industries i kind of like work near like a lot of, like stories like my like girlfriend tells me about like how like sets are run and just like by absolute like i just i don't know like i don't think people think i'm like some grand misogynist or something but i feel like some people like think i'm like lean a lot closer mm. to there when i do when i'm like a pretty it sounds like i'm like doing some z-way bullshit right now. <laughs> i'm a pretty progressive guy but i don't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm like i don't know i'm a pretty like empathetic person and like i also like definitely like to like mess around with like insult humor and stuff but i'm not mean i don't think i'm as mean-spirited as some people maybe think i am yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense because i feel like when i first met you it was like you and dobbins and like maybe like (laughs) sasha was there and you were all like i get caught up in dude riffs when a bunch of dudes are like Mm. yelling at each other i'm like oh my god yes so at first i was like what a bro and then yeah which i guess noticing that is totally fair and being like oh god you know i'm not a a judgy (laughs) and then you said something like that you used to think yarmulkes were just funny hats and i was like i was like oh i love this guy I mean, are you wrong though? <laughs> they, the, and then you like wrote it down, and then I, <laughs> I the, the one really cool thing that like really endeared me to you that you did once was when mm. you came to our mic and this guy was mer- wearing like a dirtbag, ironic like Martin Shirkelly T-shirt. Yeah, I you went that. up on stage and you like called him out, which is like kind of a good guy thing to do. Yeah, and you weren't like overly woke about it. You were like. You were kind of like, what the fuck? Like, that's not funny. You come to this mic with two queer hosts and you wear this, like, shitty fucking shirt. And I like that a lot because it's not something me or Aaron would have done. Yeah. And honestly, like, so he had already left when I, like, said that I did that. Do you remember the joke I made, too, that I was, like, expecting, like, like, I, like, made fun of myself or, like, (laughs) I was expecting a standing ovation. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, I didn't do that because I felt like doing that on mic to him would have been weird, too. So actually, he said bye to you guys 
which made me like realize like oh he's like just completely unaware of this because yeah. he was just like awesome mike and like yeah, looking yeah. you guys oh, in the I eyes i remember that fucking guy he was like great mike i'll and be was, back like, and I, was, I was like so i was like okay clearly he's being naive but like it still kind of pissed me off and he also had some jokes that were like Kind of in the come town realm of like yes. oh, okay. being gay is hilarious, and yeah. I was like, you can't fucking do that here, and you certainly can't do that like in that sweatshirt. So what as, was the sweatshirt? What well, it was Martin Shkreli, and then it, it was like free it was, Martin. Or yeah, it was, oh, yeah, which yeah. also is like faux, like black culture, like you know, oh, like free, bullshit. you know, boozy, like free, yeah. like oh, anyway. So I flagged him down as he was leaving, and I I was I admit I was a little harsh, and I, but I was just like. Do you, I, I essentially was just like, you can't, it's like, don't wear that fucking bullshit here. Like, it's, yeah, it's run by two queer hosts. This is a guy who became famous for hiking the price of AIDS medication. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, just think for like a second. All yeah. right. And then I, and then <laughs> maybe I hit the gas a little hard and I was just like, don't wear that shit again. And then I, and that's then I dope wow. though. But, it's, um, again, it's really good because it's not something I would have thought to do i feel like and i could tell that neither of you wanted to do it and that yeah, yeah when when he was saying bye to you guys and i could kind of see it in your eyes i'm yeah. like that's that was kind of like that's yeah. that's kind of what put me over and that's edge. so compassionate of mm. you to do it because like i hate that feeling of having to sit there and watch something that's like anathema to me and just be like well it'll end in three minutes and then i'll go yeah about my and like life, sometimes you know? it's like oh yeah we're just stand yeah, up yeah. you know i'm sure they're not like these yeah. crazy people but eh, some of them are you know? yeah, no, <laughs> some of them really are yeah, yeah people would be like the vaccine's bad and yeah, then like yeah. you talk to them off stage they're like no the vaccine is bad i'm like yeah. oh <laughs> not a bit <laughs> that yeah. shit was real yeah. yeah i don't remember many of those people post-pandemic I, I remember them a lot before the yes pandemic, me too which is weird them talking our, about the our, vaccine before the pandemic our eastville but, days yeah what, that's well, <laughs> is that where you guys that met? is where yeah. i first met you was at eastville we used to go to I was this, like finally like another like reasonable human being. <laughs> 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 yes. well no i remember when i saw you those days at the monday mike uh yeah. i miss Derek lamar yeah, I miss that yeah. Dude. he was a great dude he's yeah. now a chad chef who i fucks. know and, and oh that's cool as hell just like uh uh, goodwill hunting you know sometimes yeah. in stand up you're like I hope I go to this mic and I don't even see you <laughs> <laughs> I hope I never see you at a mic ever again I think I may have told a good you life. <laughs> I think I may have told you this but he tried to restart his uh his did you go to like one of his like w- one off yeah like, and he was so checked out yeah. it was so funny because like he lost a lot of weight and he, yeah, looked, he looked incredible gr- he was jacked and I and I went on and I remember when I went on the mic I was like I so hope that you do this mic for a week and then it's just all downhill immediately. <laughs> you probably helped him. He was like, you're right. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, no, go downhill. Like, he just yeah, becomes- I thought that would have been funny <laughs> if he like did one mic and then it's just it, like, yeah. It's true. I was shredded in the pandemic. There's nothing else to fucking do. I would just I bring the two weights I got on Amazon to my roof. I was the opposite. I was cooking everything. So. I, I wish I'd gotten further. I, I was in this cramped apartment. I, yeah, I, I didn't yeah, really yeah. have the kitchen space to sure. experiment. But yeah. yeah. That's that's a great thing too, and then you became yeah. you became the TikTok legend. That was what I I didn't I didn't do I didn't I probably should like, have also done <laughs> with an Adam Driver impression. Well, if I, oh, I've seen that video, it was amazing. Uh, it was like you at a show, like taking your shirt off, like <laughs> it's cool. It was so good. The divorce story. It was like, I remember. That. I wasn't married in marriage story for very long. <laughs> No, but I want to say, so I remember you from those Eastville days, and I remember thinking, oh, this guy's really cool, and he has, like, really good energy. Like, you, it felt like 
you already knew your persona on stage. Yeah. And I was like, God damn, he's good. And I was like, I remember I was a little bit intimidated by you. Oh, and like uh, the people like you sat with, I was like, I was afraid to approach you guys. Like a Levi bit. and Talal. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I was, I was a little bit afraid. And then like into the pandemic and post when I got to see you more and more, I was yeah. like, oh, this is a very like sensitive guy that's actually yeah. very easy to talk to. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, that's also kind of a tough thing about like socializing in the context of performance, right? Yeah. Because, you know, I'm, I'm pretty big on stage. I kind of have to be like, I don't know, the times where I like I kind of try to do like more of a low key set. I feel like right now, you know, maybe I'm just not at like the mastery level yet. Like I feel like the audience thinks I'm kind of checked out. So that I have to do it more like almost more thespian-y <laughs> and yeah. like big and stuff. But yeah, then some people might just like, okay, this is just another loud uh, male guy. And I'll also say about you, Lucas, when I first met you, I always thought your stuff was really, really organized and tight. You know, oh, wow. there were a lot of people, especially at those Buddha mics that like they're just like fucking uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I, I'm a little bit of a riff comic, too. So I I might I have to find this very annoying balance of the mm. two. But I always thought your stuff was like very organized. And, you know, oh, I remember sure, your uh, uh, that first joke, the the um, I, I forget the exact context of it, but like the the your half black thing but then you like kind of turn and like and then and then i'm here you know <laughs> oh i think i remember it would i think i was doing a bit about like how uh or like prince harry and Meghan markle's yeah, kid yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that how, joke is incredible yeah. yeah about like how he's just going to be a disappointment to black people looking for a representative yes yeah and they're like how disappointed would you be if then i turned up yes yeah. yes yeah and yeah. i was just like i was just like one that's just a great joke but like you know like I could tell you like planned the movement. You had like really thought about it in a way that I like, I was kind of annoyed. And I, you know, sometimes I get annoyed sort of at the amateur level when people are like, don't like do it all the way. I was like, this is a guy he's, he's cared about this. He's thought about this. He's done this in the mirror. He's, you know, he's, he's ready to go. Like you could put this guy on a show like tomorrow, you know, that is incredibly sweet, dude. You know, we got another listener submission. I didn't want to like, um, read it. Oh, no, it's not. Oh. It's not really one to read because okay, okay, okay. it's basically one sentence. But oh, yeah, okay. I didn't really want to do with like a, a guest on the podcast, but it came up. It yeah. was Gabby. What's your favorite Lucas joke? Oh my God. And I have to say, I think my favorite Lucas joke is when your mom says that you should give her reparations. Yeah, oh, that yeah. one is. And then you turn it around good. and you say, I actually, that she like left you in the wild with a bear. And then you're like, I actually think she owes me reparations. Yeah. <laughs> that, I, that joke's so funny because I love hearing you talk about your dynamic with her. Cause it's so, she, I think you and I both have like really like crazy acerbic witty moms and mm. i like just relate very deeply to that kind of content oh yeah and you you say it you say everything you say about her with like so much love and it's not like fuck my mom or something like so i really appreciate that i'm glad that's how it comes comes across because my mom is she's not happy about me talking about her on stage <laughs> <laughs> she is, i i can tell you off mic something i think i may have told you already yeah yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah her reaction but yeah um yeah, she did come see me uh, this summer, and she liked it. She she had a good time watching, good. It, and I was good happy about that. I'm Ma- not thinking about like my favorite bits of each of you guys. Um, I was just gonna quickly say that, like, just moms from the continent of Africa are just such good stand-up sources. Such good stand-up <laughs> sources, just delicious, <laughs> juicy material. I remember. Wait, um, do you know um Ahmed Abdel Rahman? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember I was doing a bit about how. 
I was learning Arabic in college, but mm. I was learning it from an Egyptian teacher. And so when I talked with my mom in Arabic, she was like, you sound Egyptian. This is useless. <laughs> and then I and then later on, like years, actually this year, I brought it up. I was like, when you said that, I actually felt a little disappointed because I, I wanted you to say like, oh, well done for the effort or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, it's tough language. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, no, I just hate Egyptians. <laughs> A lot of people do. <laughs> I have some. Uh, new, and then new, so I did that on Egyptian date. friends, and they're like, "Yeah, everyone hates us." Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then Ahmed was like, "Dude, did we have the same mom?" Like immediately, he was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's good. Oh my god, whatever my favorite Sean O'Connor bits. Uh, don't, just, don't feel pressure. Well, <laughs> I just love like you're such a like. Your presence on stage feels a lot like your presence in real life. Like, very warm, very inviting, very, oh, like, good. Mm. like, the thespian thing is, like, I really relate to that as well, because I feel like I also need to go bigger, or else people are mm. just, like, I don't care about what she's doing right now. Yeah. And, like, I just feel like whenever... Oh, I like your Pete Davidson joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because your impression of him is spot on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait give us a little burst. Uh, he's like, oh, I'm from Staten Island, which is like if a used diaper and a dumpster had sex. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. It is pretty good. <laughs> and then at the end, you're like, he'd be dating Princess Diana right now. And that was the first time I was <laughs> yes. like. Alive, yeah. that, that I love. That was the that's first time it, I was yeah. like, wait, that's 100% true. Well, here's yeah. a little treat for you. I recently added to it in light of him <laughs> Dating another extremely famous supermodel, Emily yeah. Arata Jakowski. Um, Bernie I, Sanders supporter. I've been thinking about to say Bernie Sanders' ex, Emily. <laughs> I'm very happy for Emily. Oh, we need quite the eye die on many materialistic issues. <laughs> I like to say I'm not possessive. <laughs> <laughs> general relationship stuff <laughs> i didn't make an effort with her friends <laughs> but uh yeah i added to that joke recently and i i've been uh, on stage con- uh congratulating him for eclipsing rudy giuliani as the person who has benefited most from 9-11 oh i love that so much <laughs> he cle- he's cleared him at this point he's- he might go to space soon Pete Davidson, the weed Staten Island comic. <laughs> <laughs> the, the guy from Staten Island who likes weed. Lord, <laughs> oh my God. Lord give me a tragedy. <laughs> okay, I want to go to space. I want to fly around. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I think he's, like, socially kind of like... Uh, Rasputin. You know, nothing could kill him. Yeah. Everything that's thrown his way, it just makes him strong. <laughs> nothing could kill him. No. He's been through enough. He has. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys know the, the comic Carmen Christopher? No. I know of him, but I don't. Yeah. I know, I don't, he does yeah. like a lot of stuff with like Connor O'Malley, and he just posted such a funny promo video for this like show he's doing in Texas about like what he'll be talking about. Mm. And he keeps just saying nonsense, and then like every third thing, he's just like, I'll be talking about how Pete Davidson cannot miss right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. really on top of the world, and good yeah. for him. I will say, uh, one of my favorite jokes of yours is when your dad discovers your uh, dildo. Oh, yeah, vibrator. Vibrator, excuse me. Hidachi. Sorry. Wait, wait, my, wait, it, what do you say? I, I don't know the shirt. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't know what to say, so I just yell out, oh, I don't even like that one. <laughs> it's so good. Don't worry, Dad, that one uh, that one's the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. I say something like, as if my loving father... I haven't father, used it in days. <laughs> my loving father would be like, it's sad, it's fine that my child masturbates, but as long as she never comes. <laughs> Lately, I've been tagging it with like, and I don't. <laughs> oh, my God. Well... Sean, 
You've been an amazing guest. Would you please plug and promote uh, any shows you have? Yeah. Uh, What's going on? Right now, I think it's really just uh, the S&D podcast, which uh, I do with my good friend David Dobbins, who I know is a friend of the show. His episode was quite funny. Um, It is a riff slash prank call show. So basically, we kind of just fuck around at the top. And then we have, and you know, I know, again, like, prank call is very, like, prank call humor is very, like, circa 2000s, 90s things. That's what makes it good. No one sees this coming, and people say insane things. I called a gun shop in Montana last week, and I said, how fast could I get a gun? And they said, five to ten minutes. (laughs) (laughs) People are crazy. I tell you, I did not see that coming. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the thing about, like, writing, too. It's like, okay, I could make up all these situations, but humans themselves, like, human behavior is so crazy. Just go into your head or just, like, start like talking to the crazy text your crazy uncle i have a crazy uncle who writes uh pulp fiction about uh uh, aliens being able to talk to him through the the hair dryer but that is real (laughs) but that but but he's real as fuck but he's right (laughs) (laughs) so anyway long plug with a little writing tip at the end yeah (laughs) that's really fucking cool yeah i actually just finished my first uh it, it was my second uh how do I phrase this? Like my go, go. my first semester of my second year of uh, my grad program. So oh, I'm nice! Very excited about that. Hey, Yay. amazing! What what's the what's the? It's a degree? TV writing program in awesome. Manhattan. Yeah, at NYU. Uh, no, it's actually Stony Brook Satellite Campus. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, it's a yeah. lot of fun. So. Yeah. Uh, that's my uh, non-comedy plug of the week. I've been trying to do like Your plugs where I, where I don't like plug shows and stuff. It's like plug yourself up. I'm trying mm. to like plug myself up, but it's really just a way of saying, please Airtight. book me. Please <laughs> book me. I'm begging you. I would love, I would anything love, you I would love to anything be you booked. <laughs> I've always relied on the kindness of show business. <laughs> The kindness of others. <laughs> oh, That'd be man. so funny. So DM'd you to be on a show. You're just like, if you could find the kindness in your heart. <laughs> <laughs> please, may it please the court. Here's my tape. If you were courteous enough to watch, I yeah. would really appreciate it. What about you, Lucas? What you got going on? What you got, uh, baby? Oh, I am uh, December 11th. I'm going to be on Meat Cats yes. at Union Hall. Fuck yeah. Um, meaty. Oh, so meaty. <laughs> Um, I think also uh, December 17th I'm going to be on a show with my sketch group 24 Hour Kiss Club which I've heard let me let me big oh. up your I, have, I haven't been to a show but the, the streets the streets are the going streets crazy for these shows I've seen videos like standing ovations huge oh. fucking can I yeah. tell you we had it's a uh, caveat right it's a caveat oh yeah, yeah um, well no I don't know if that one is going okay, to be right, sorry, but sorry. Uh, <laughs> I think how could you I'm walking you. all over this plot <laughs> You're doing info wars on this podcast, <laughs> just misinformation. But no, no, those shows look awesome. But can I tell you, we um, we did our pitches yesterday for our uh, uh, for our next like caveat like our show. Yeah. And can I tell you? Uh, your boys, one of your boys, the sketch came out number t- uh, number one, number one, ah! most number one voted pick. Up it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, hell yeah, that can be tricky. I- I'm very, I'm very excited for this sketch to yeah. uh, to come out uh, January 23rd. I think is when that show is. Uh, yeah. yeah, all that remains to say, thank you, Sean O'Connor, for being an amazing thank guest. Thank you, Sean O'Connor. Thank you guys for having me. This is so fun. This uh, was the best. Listen to S and D Pod. It's yes, a lot of S and D Podcast. Spotify, I listen and watch. We have two Nazi meerkats. We'll see you next week. See you next time.